Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Good News, Good Music, 24 hours a day. KDNW 90.5 FM. This isn't Hillary Duff. You are oh, my why are you playing this? The one it's interesting. Um, last week, it was a week or two ago, I was on the bus. When and on the TV was that their concert. They're touring with Backstreet Boys and New Kids on the Block. Yeah, on Axis. And it was Live excellent. On Axis. It was really good. It was on they did a great TV. Yes. Yeah. Well, they'll, it'll come around again. They usually repeat stuff. Yeah. And I might watch that. It was so. At first, I'm like, "What?" But it was. They did a great show. Wow. Wow. Are we doing this? Are we starting? Wow. <laughs> is this what the podcast is now? I've missed a couple weeks. Pretty much. Should have listened to the show, bro. Now you're going to be out of the loop. It's like not studying for a test. It's a pop quiz. Wow. Do the words that they're saying make sense? What do you mean? Like, tell me why ain't nothing but a heartache. Like, that doesn't flow as a sentence. Tell me why I want it that way. Nothing. Those aren't coherent oh. thoughts, right? We you saying? Tell me why. Let's see. I want it that way. Tell what, me why. What does he want me to tell him? Mm. Why don't... Is the question... What, why... He okay, keeps telling why, why? me to tell, or he wants someone to tell them, tell me why. Tell me why what? Why? Tell me why it ain't nothing but tell a heartache. Tell me why or, ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me why ain't nothing but am a Am I your fire when you are? What am I supposed to What are we supposed well, to tell? Well, he's asking, am I this? I want it that way. You're asking the question, then you're like, I want it what way? You're asking a bunch <laughs> of questions. When you see me yeah. right? tell, tell me why I want it that way. Yeah. Why are you asking? Yeah. Do you have hamburgers? Do you want hot? Do you have hot dogs? Do you have this is potato a, chips? I want it that way. I mean, what? Honestly, that's that's a question for a psychiatrist. Why? Am, oh, am I supposed to speak into your motives here? Tell me why Wait. you want it what way? Well, I just missed Mark. <laughs> you guys are talking over the glory here. This is the main focus of the show now, you guys. We don't talk. We just play back <laughs> Wow. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Is this Allie and AJ? Come on, man. 
Hillary Duff. Okay. Okay, she sounds just like the girl from High School Musical. Ashley Tisdale? Yeah. I think so? No, no. The other girl. The other girl. Oh, so Gabriella uh, Hutch- uh, t- uh, so What's her name? Vanessa Hutchins. Hutchins. Vanessa Hutchins. Got it. Thank you. I know a lot of my episodes are pretty music heavy, but I did not expect this. Mm. Going back straight to, to Duff again. What? Hillary Duff? Who was it? Was Backstreet that who it was? to Duff again? I, I just said defecate. Defecate. I think <laughs> Hillary Duff. No. Hillary Duff. No, I, I didn't mean uh, to be that insulting. Yeah, we got, uh, we got some, some drops from Mark here. I've actually, I have four Mark drops. And so uh, he was on the show for, what, a minute? We pulled out. Because, <laughs> you know, he says why really funny. We mm-hmm. think it's yeah. hilarious. Why? So we decided W-H-I-I-I. to start plugging that into songs. I see now. Yeah, see. Okay. And explain the bit to you. There it is. But um, that's my fault. I people could be a started fan. emailing us in some recommendations. So those were a couple we got this week. So. Oh, that's yeah, great. Context. Great. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I wanted that way. Everybody it was great. did a great job. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is not our show. This is your show. You need to. Mark does hit the uh, the W's in an interesting way. Hua. Yeah, hua. 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 Why am I hearing myself in my own ears? <laughs> I seriously don't like hearing myself. <laughs> oh, that's a great drop. Shut up and take your blessing. Oh, that's going to be the one for every episode. Holy smokes. For sure. For sure. Oh, I got an update on the... Remember the girl I was telling you at our, at our, cl- our gym? The crazy one that... Yes. That's very sensual on the machines. Oh, the one that followed me to club from Gold's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And have, she's have been around for... Yeah, she's been around for a couple of years. Um, I've had a, a few with her, her name? for a long time. Do you have a name for her? No. I'm not going to say her name. No, no, no. Like you a, found a, out? a character name. Yeah, Heather did. Did she talk to her? Yeah. <gasps> she's in the plot thickens. Yeah. She's in their small group okay. now. Okay, so if just to recap who she is. Small she group. joined the small group. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great evangelist. Right. Um, so to recap, at our, at our gym, Club Fitness, um, there is a, a... Sensual Sally. Sensual Sally, and she is very... She dances quite a bit. She's very... Just the most, man, the most animated person I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And Caleb says that she fo- he, she followed him over to there. N- not really, but she now she's going there. Mm-hmm. Alex and I have been frustrated. We've been talking about her on the podcast for about a year. Like yes. Alex and I have been frustrated with her when we were at Gold Gym. So it's been a thing for a while. Yeah. It's well, been a thing. It, it's yeah. been a thing. And, you know, of course, it's very <laughs> jarring. And it's like, okay, it's, it's you know, she, she dances. Like, she'll be on the treadmill. She'll dance. And then Does she'll she get do on the, the, the leg and machine style? backwards. And, oh, and yeah. She does just, it all. It's just Stairmaster. She's like... She's all feeling herself, and then she'll go get a drink from the water fountain and straight grind and on the just water grinding fountain. on the water fountain and doing that. As you that do. Stuff. So anyway, uh, Heather, uh, she the she was on uh, doing um, her her thing, and Heather said, "I am going to meet this girl." And she was at the Heather was at the talking to one of the receptionists, and the girl was behind her, and she turns around and she says, "Hey," and first off, can you guess how old she was, or how old she uh, is? Well. It's not fair for me to guess because I kind of know. Because I know okay. that she has like four kids. And she has six. Six kids. Well, mm-hmm. I heard her talking about her kids in the sauna. Six kids and <laughs> married. And Heather loves her. She said she was the nicest person 
This she isn't was, the end of the story that I wanted. Huh? No, it's I wanted not. him to get in a fist fight. It, it, she did not. She goes. <sighs> I, she goes. I love your energy, and I want to. I want to. I want to meet Heather you. That's what Heather said. Oh, and she said, she's. Oh, that's so sweet. You just. You made my day and stuff. And she says, she was just. She's out, and she's trying to. You know. Um, she like I said, she had six six kids. And I think she was young when she had her first one, but her her oldest is, I believe, in the military in the Air Force, and um, just the sweetest girl. And there you go. And here the well, crazy the twist end. She is Alex's mom. <laughs> <laughs> She's naked. Are you annoyed? Yeah, that's so. How old is she? Wanted. She's she's, uh, she's in her forties, like, right? No, no, she's in mid thirties. Really? What? Like, yeah. I would have wow. thought she was in her twenties when I saw her. Wow. Well, she, uh, well uh, I'd say maybe later thirties. She, uh, yeah. When we were in the we were in the sauna one time, she was with her husband and. They were telling another person in the sauna that a bunch of people, this is when I was still at Gold's, that she'd been reported to the managers by like multiple people. Well, she's pretty scantily clad. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty, I could see if you're like a mom with your kids, it's kind of a thing. That was my job. Yeah. Uh, So my last job was I was the membership manager at a rec center. And there were strict, it's a, you know, it's a Salvation Army rec center. There are strict (laughs) dress codes and... Girls would come in with the workout bra on, and it was just every time, you know, someone would come to me, a member, and like, I was like, I, I have to have a female employee do this. Right. Put a shirt on, lady. Like, yeah. It's just so, to go tell a Can woman you cut that it she's with the heavy breathing? I know, you're on the, I know you're on the Stairmaster. Can you cut it with the heavy breathing? Yeah, she's like 17. Like, this doesn't feel yeah. right. This yeah. doesn't feel the right. Clash of values at times. Yeah. Well, what, is it Planet Fitness that has the buzzer or the... Yeah. The lunk alarm. The lunk alarm. Yeah. <laughs> Alex went up there today, uh, and I told him, don't set off the lunk alarm. No. He goes, oh, no, that's my goal. So if you have like a, you know, you have a <laughs> the, the qualification clad, or you, you grunt when you lift weights. Yeah, you if get, you grunt, uh, if you drop your weights, if you're wearing, if you're, basically, if you're too fit, they will set it off. Yeah. And like ask you, like warn you or ask you to leave. Mm-hmm. You, can't, yeah. you can't want it. If you go to Planet Fitness, what's much. the policy around the also, water fountain? Also, there's no. Pizza Fridays at Planet there Fitness. There is. If water you go to Planet Fitness, amazing. <laughs> if you go to Planet Fitness, will you give us more information? Because I've heard this as a rumor. Uh, I have seen like videos and photos, but I don't know how true it is. I've heard it. Planet Fitness is supposed to be like the gym for everyone. Yeah. That kind of vibe, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it's the no judgment Which gym. is like, cool. Like, do yeah. your thing. Um, I just find the lunk alarm hilarious. <laughs> I think they just have a gym where you don't lift anything. You just walk around and just just nobody touches anything. I think it is Planet Fitness, yeah. honestly. Planet Fitness was weird because <laughs> like, everybody yeah. was, had their own squirt bottle. They were like, there's, they walked around with a spray bottle, made sure that they cleaned all, like everybody. It's like, what is going on? What? <laughs> that's the workout. No, yeah, that's the workout. You're wiping <laughs> off the seats. <laughs> Club great, Club has really a lot strong of two fingers just on walk the spray. Around. They just. They don't really ever work out. They're just walking yes. around. Yeah, they're just doing selfies. Yeah, yeah, Club Fitness is riddled with those girls. Who... Yeah, Club Fitness, not Planet Fitness. Planet, Planet Fitness is the opposite. Planet yeah. Fitness is like the, I want to get in good shape, but I'm going to ease into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and I'm going to get pizza on Friday. Right. <laughs> Treat yourself. Now, granted, I signed up today. Cheat day. Cheat yeah. day. Every cheat day is cheat day. That's cheat their day motto. Every, every day is every cheat day. Is cheat day. <laughs> it's across the I wanted to start a, a new planet gym. The uh, wall. I want to start a gym. Your cross- fitness look like a planet. That's the planet. <laughs> <laughs> That's <their> <laughs> <motto>. <laughs> Sorry, what was you? You want to start, no, start a CrossFit? I'm, 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 I wanted to call it a gym called CrossFit Modify. 
And it's just hyper-modified CrossFit exercises. <laughs> Which is so, where, just your half reps. You have somebody's totally just assisting you on everything, you know. <laughs> uh, like, like I would have, that's the thing. I did a CrossFit workout once and it was all modifications. It was all, you know, just the, the easiest possible way of doing it. <laughs> it's level one. CrossFit <laughs> right, right. Instead of handstand push-ups, it was just like, you know, on the knees, you know. Um, so... As, anyway. Someone's just holding your feet yeah, and, and lifts feet. you. Someone very strong just lifts you in yeah. the handstand position. Mm-hmm. Is this another helmet to helmet? I'm sorry. I'm watching. Oh, yeah. The oh, so, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, he the, threw an interception. Who is this? Washington oh, yeah. State or Washington oh, University? Come on. University of Washington. Okay. This is roughing the past. You went here, time. right? I went to the University of Washington. I graduated in 2005. Mm-hmm. We're watching the uh, Don't Care Bowl. We, oh. <laughs> We were 0-12 that year. So that we're a good team now is, is uh, very significant to me. Mm. Yeah, they're going to call that every time. Buddy. I remember that sometime worse last than it was. year. It did. Yeah, sometime well. last year, we didn't have reception. We were at like a theater, and we didn't have reception where the bus was parked. Uh-huh. So you and I walked to a nearby restaurant at like, because it was at a, at a weird time. I have time. a joke about that. Bar, that you do? That whole, my Davin, we were in Davenport, Iowa. We walked across the street to... Uh, a bar, like it was like in a video arcade bar. Yes. And it was where the Stanford UW game was. Yes. And this is, six different women came up and hit on six, me. Six, really? Six was different six? women. You said six, three before. It's six different women, somewhere between <laughs> zero and six different women. <laughs> no, there were like two or three. And uh, uh, came up and started a conversation. Where are you from? One whose boyfriend was there, and she was complaining, like, well, he's just here playing video games. Like, well, you are in an arcade. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> we I came forgot. to this restaurant, and all he wants to do is eat. And that's, that's where I t- I'm exotic there. I you got like. there early. Mm-hmm. I walked over. I didn't realize that's what your bit on stage was about. Yeah, that's the place. I remember walking in, and you told me that. And we ended up leaving because it was kind of like a party bar. It kind of felt like a nightclub, and you couldn't sure. really watch the game. So we ended up going to this, like, craft farm-to-table, like, oh, really yeah. quiet that's spot. Right. Yeah. We were the only people in there. And the only people really watching and the game. Susan. She Central was there. Susan. She had switched. She would followed you to Davenport. Yep. Yep. <laughs> did I she say Susan? <laughs> you did. That's my mom's Sally. name. So we're going to change that. Central Sally. Central Sally. That was magic for Susan's on the show. That's the magic early. For yeah, we, we got to tell e- people about that if show. If we give an e- early plug yeah. to yeah. Justin Willman's Magic for Humans. It's a great show. We've watched that. It's a great show. We all six episodes okay, so far. What show was he on before? It's. it's I don't know. Uh, you, yeah, it's. I, he's I, been on Ellen. What do you mean? Um, he he was on he was on Ellen doing like magic. A, yeah, but I know I've seen him somewhere but else. Like, like maybe hosting that's, a show or something. That's like Cupcake Wars was doing something else. Huh? Cupcake Not Wars magic, and King something. of Cones. <laughs> King of Cones and Loser oh. Draw on the Disney Channel. Yeah, he's. Wait, what? Cupcake Wars, Win Loser Draw, Scrabble Showdown. Looks like he's hosted yeah, a lot I of these shows. Cupcake Wars. He's a host. He's good, man. He's funny. Mm-hmm. He's comfortable yeah. behind the camera. He's a funny dude. He's almost as smooth as Freight on the mic. Almost. Almost. <laughs> a close. Freight, close you're second. killing those. Freight wasn't sure on whether or not he was going to shave today. But then when he saw, you heard there were no screens, you decided you didn't have to. Because people though. weren't going to see you I in HD. Shave. Oh, but you did shave. Did shave. Good today? Uh, how do you guys shave? Do you, uh, now, Dustin, Good are question. you? Do you shave? Just machete. How often do you shave? I can't tell if you're a <laughs> baby a face or. Uh, you got some. Couple times a week, maybe once, twice a week. Yeah. Are you the beard last year? I'll do the no shave November. Um, yeah. Can you grow a beard? Nah. <laughs> 
it's an Apache. Ca- it would, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's Apache. Is what it is. It's an Apache mm-hmm. beard. Uh, it, it's in the. Ca- you would categorize it as a beard, but it doesn't look nice. But I think maybe this year it might come in a little more full. I don't know. Mm. Okay, so I'll pray for that. Do you use shaving cream? I do. I do shaving cream and a razor. Soap. Okay. Yeah. What kind it, of razor do you use? Just Good a little question. Gillette mock. Whatever, whatever the newest mock mm-hmm. is. Mach 5, Mach 6? Yeah, whatever mock we're up to. They're all to. the same, mm-hmm. right? We're up to- Do they actually make a oh, difference? No. Oh, oh, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Huge yeah. difference. But if you go from Gillette Basic to the Gillette Mach 5, they it actually, does make The a newest ones actually do have a small jet engine on them. <laughs> yes, actual- it's a mock. <laughs> it actually goes the speed of sound. Gas-powered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to hold on to that thing uh-huh. tight, or it's going to take out some lights in your bathroom. Yeah. Um, what there, about- was, there was one, I had one for, it was a bad, it had, I think it had batteries in it. And it kind of did the vibrate thing, which I don't really understand oh, why yeah. that. Like not just an electric razor or just a normal um, electric razor? No, just a normal straight razor. razor. Oh, a straight okay. razor. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. They're always trying to trick it up, you know. Right. Just, okay. Not, yeah. Or the, the, more the pivot money. ball or whatever it is. And I used to, yeah, the mock, like at I least a five. Yeah, I don't want the ball no. where it moves around. Mm-hmm. I have the Hydro 5, and then I use Shave Secret. The, what's the stuff? Uh, no, uh, it can, what's Shave Secret? It's, butter. it's like something butter. It's a shave yeah, butter. Yeah, he got me turned on to the Shave Secret. And then he turned on to some brands. shave butter shave stuff. Shave Secret, is that the one where you Darren channel Strebelow? the power of the universe? And you no. Shave Secret, yeah. Think that's about the one it that, and whatever mm-hmm. beard you want, the universe gives you. It's meditative. Shave no. the Secret? No. no, that's the one Strebelow has. I think mm-hmm. he's got a... That's one of his advertisers. <laughs> shave Secret. Shave Secret. Which How much is, more can you really do to a razor? I mean, there's all these, like, electric, like, the three-circle, and then, like, all you have to do... And there's been clean-shaven men all throughout history. Yeah. But then you got the guys going back retro, you know, like going Spencer did the straight razor, yeah. He left his straight razor in my top drawer. Well, that's because he doesn't have a beard or huh? facial hair. He, he has one. He has one. <laughs> and he pulls it out. <laughs> Just one. I'll see, you, I'll see you in a year. He uses safety scissors. He, he uses the scissors you cut <laughs> the <laughs> meat with. He takes it out of the knife. An annual, <laughs> annual shave. I have more nose and hair in my nose than he has on his face. Which is odd, because you have... I mean, you have a good beard, but nor Levi or Spencer have facial hair yet. <sighs> I don't, very I don't odd. get it. And mine's a little salt and peppery. You see that? Yeah, it's nice. Well, well, I like a, it. I Levi's like a it late too. bloomer. Yeah. Um, what do you think? You think you're going to... Like, uh, you'll get, you, I think you'll get a beard. It just takes a while. I, it took me a while to kind of... Yeah. Um, you, got I, a, you got a few hairs. I, I do. I don't... I, I, I shave, like, once a month, maybe. <laughs> Just to kind of get rid of whatever. Just to practice. Just to get rid of what's going on, you know, whatever fuzz, because it just looks weird. But I really, no, I don't, I don't have mm-hmm. much. I have, like, a little bit, and it's kind of grown in, but I, I thought it was fun when I was really. a kid. I used to take the Barbasol and just put it all in and take, like, a tongue depressor. Yeah. And I thought I was shaving. <laughs> oh, that's I such used a to cool do that thing. with soap. Soap suds. Did you? Put it yeah. on my beard. Put, mm-hmm. I'll put it on my chin, like a Santa. Yeah. My dad... Before he passed away, he still shaved with the old mug and the oh and the and the, brush. And the soap and the brush. Oh, he that's, did that. Yeah, that's manly. I don't know that he ever changed. He yeah. he shaved till the day he died like that. Wow. And it, he'd be in there and you'd hear it clink 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 clink. You know, clinking on the and it was like just a big old mm-hmm. like those old cafe. And, and I think it was yeah. from um, uh, my uh, my my great grandma because she used to run a cafe. And it was one of those mm-hmm. big white 
cafe white. mug. Oh, he's white. doing it. Yeah, it's, 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 he does. Well, I have to do it. White. <laughs> you have to do it that way. Big white. One of those white mugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he had the soap in there, and he would. Yeah. Yeah. For years. You can celebrate. It's okay. No, it's it's TBD. It's under review. Oh, okay. I told Dustin to feel free to just interrupt at any time if he had true excitement about the game. When, when, how old were you when you first sh- did you did it come in early for you? Were you like one of the early for shavers? Me? Yeah. Were you like the kid on the like? If there was always a couple kids in like junior high that I got it early. Chris had Caleb yeah. when he was like eleven. Yeah, <laughs> like he started early before he was yeah. shaving. I don't he think was... I shaved until maybe ninth grade or. Or high school. Yeah. I mean, I was. It wasn't. I don't remember in. That's middle the thing school. about shaving is it's not. It's not an exciting first time. It's just mm-hmm. you go. Like, yeah, I got this. Yeah. Yeah, okay, and I'm. Done. I mean, but yeah. there was yeah. there was friends of mine that you know played football with that. Oh yeah, they had full beards. Yeah, that was the yeah. scariest person to play in sports. Yeah. Yeah. When did you start the mustache thing? Because I know you had a pretty strong mustache in high school, or maybe that was college. Like when you and mom got married, you had a strong mustache. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, I don't remember if I had one. I may have had one in high school. I don't know. I don't remember. Facial hair has made a strong resurgence. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it is back. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe it didn't ever go away, but it's pretty popular amongst the youths. <laughs> the youths. <laughs> yeah. The youths. No, that's, say the that's, youths. No, that's Utah. That's the Utah No, the youths. youths. No, that's the, what? The youths. Youths. In, uh, hey, enough my cousin, roll from you, buddy. <laughs> I'm doing it from, you know, my cousin, uh, what's it? Uh, Vinny? Vinny. Vinny. Yeah. My the cousin, Judy. The youths. The youths. Okay. Please hey. approach the bench. Yeah, the youths. Please approach the bench. <laughs> so these two were wrestling before the show tonight. Wrestling. You guys were telling wrestling. We are uh, in Arkansas. Telling, it's not wrestling. It's wrestling. I was telling Dustin about how Chris and Darren, they're, they're wrestlers. Oh, yeah. And so... Dustin just jumps on Chris. We lock like, up. Oh, we lock he up. starts to lock up. Then he goes behind him and squeezes him around the front. And then Chris is like, oh, I'm going to go for the thumb. But it's like, you got, I was like, guys, <laughs> don't, don't yeah. stop. Don't. It's like, there were no takedowns. Like, Tim's like, okay, wait, wait, wait. There's Some, no way somebody's going to get hurt. Good. Yeah, somebody's going to get hurt. hurt. <laughs> yeah, adult males wrestling yeah. ever ended Tim, well. Tim walks on I'm stage. I'm glad we did we, that. I'm glad we had that little sparring stage, just He walks like, on stage, and all of a sudden. Yeah, Tim had we, his guitar on. No, we need somebody back there yeah. now. We're grappling and we roll under the oh, back the curtain. This is half the show. No, no, no. Sweet Caroline we're is rolling around as on the we're stage. doing this. Yeah. It was just like, <laughs> did oh, you, you actually go I down? Wrestle. Let's go. Yeah, it was. It was close. Wow. <laughs> oh, I was in complete control. I tried control. to duck him. Under, I, I tried you know. to duck under his elbow and get around him. Well, but Chris didn't I think he was going to do anything. They kind of and then Dustin whips around him, the back of him, and he's just like, you know, which is an illegal. What? Clasp. I said, you can't clasp. As if you can't. you're on the mat. What? You can't clasp <laughs> like that. You can't clasp. Maybe not when you wrestled, but. You can't clasp your hands. These are no. 1995 rules, son. Son. <laughs> uh, Aaron and Gerber really got into it last weekend on the bus. Maybe it was two weekends ago. They were up in the front, and I don't remember how it started, but one of them started kind of playfully pushing the other one, and then the other one retaliated, and you could tell... That it was going to get serious. <laughs> wait, wait. Between who? Aaron, Aaron and, Gerber? and Gerber. Really? And then they went up. The door was open. I think Son was driving. They were no, you no. Mean in the front he lounge wasn't here. They were he was in it? the driver's seat. Though. He was in the driver's seat. I think. Wait, were we not we had moving? Park, didn't we? At Marks? Yeah, we had, we had just parked Marks. <laughs> Park Marks. And I think Aaron just walked in the door, 
and Alex just gave him a shove. So Aaron just like just like full grabbed on, him, like full on, and they're just like they're like and it got tugging real, at each other, like real aggressive. And you know they're both big guys. And yeah. I was like, this is not going to end well. Yeah. So they like fell forward and like hit the front console up there, <laughs> and I was like, someone's actually going to get hurt. And then Aaron, I think, finally like kind of tapped out. Yeah. And uh, what I was like, San this say? is not. Hey, oh, no, San oh, was just hey, laughing. Oh. He was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, San loves fighting. He loves that stuff doesn't make oh, yeah. him nervous. No, it doesn't. That would probably be the, like, if you, in the group, if there's one guy you're bringing to a fight, it's San. San, right? San for sure. Yeah. yeah, he's bear. He's not a man. Yeah. I think he it's just he his is presence. Not a bear. He's bear. He is bear. <laughs> he's, he's superhuman strength. His presence alone, I think, would squelch the fight. Like, yeah. I don't think he would have to fight. Yeah. Just yeah. make sure like, he's he doesn't like a monkey. Walk. He's like monkey strength. <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you, have you ever seen a picture of him sure. totally shaved? His whole body? I haven't. Pure Does muscle. That, have Does you? that float around? Is that... <laughs> Can we send a group text somewhere? Can we put that on the slide? I got it on no, Dropbox. No, no. I got it on Dropbox. Yeah, yeah, I'll put it in the cloud for you. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy. Yeah, he's the guy. He's the guy. He's it was so like a pretzel. <laughs> um, he just wobbles around and a, intimidates uh, people. This is a totally different... I'm, I'm taking good different direction on the on the company. Hey, so Tim's please. wearing a Life is Good shirt. I watched a... I listened and watched uh, a talk live from the CEO of that company. And it was really, really interesting. This is probably eight, ten years ago. Or maybe like four or five years ago. And he was talking about the concept of the company and why they came up with it. And it was, he's this wild optimist. He always wants to look on the bright side of things. Mm -hmm. And he says, what people don't realize is that the world is actually better than it's ever been. Um, but because of media and because, the, because it's so much easier to be cynical, that people just really focus on the negative. But he goes, if you look at the most tangible Tang uh, uh, tangible, tangible, Tangential. thank you. Tangible, tangible statistics. Things are better than they've ever been. They're not necessarily good, but they're better. More people read. There's more clean mm -hmm. water. There's less hungry people than there has been. We don't have world like we don't have diseases that are killing the world like we used to have, like the plague, you know, mm -hmm. polio, things like that. Now that was really interesting. I mean, that not to like get into like your eschatology or how you think the world's going to end, but I think it was really interesting because you just sat under like 45 minutes and you're like, oh, I get it. So whenever I see that, I was like, oh, yeah, at least one guy thinks the world's pretty good. Right. So <laughs> yeah, you don't? That's cool. No, I, I was totally sold on it, actually. I think that um, I think that when you, I mean, if you, obviously there are terrible things, but there have always been terrible things. But I think it's the yeah. fear mongering. I think it's the constant presence of negative things that are put right in front of you because negative is a better story. Negative. It's it's the fake guy story we saw. Makes better weather. If, exactly. If the guy faking being a win story, because that's more. <laughs> that, that's mm -hmm. more. It's yeah. getting better. That's here, gonna Jim. get better reviews. Weather than, like, The Weather Channel is the the biggest fear mongering thing I've yeah, seen. Yeah. I mean they because they have to make it. It's like it's gonna be ten times worse. Than it usually is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that was that was that was just a beautiful video. And then with the video. guys just walking by, beautiful video, and these guys are just taking a stroll like they're out for an afternoon yeah, walk. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, it's, you know, it's like, okay, why was there not a producer talking to yeah. his yeah. ear, going, yeah. hey, dude, there's two people there's walking, two behind guys you. approaching.' <laughs> well, we were talking today, and kind of an interesting, me and Dustin in the car, and talking about how certainty. As far as, you know, we were, we were going back to the, to the venue, we went to a coffee house, came back, and we're like, don't, weren't really sure where we were, whatever, and we just got to discussing as far as, you know, there's a bumper sticker that says, not all who wander are, are lost. lost. And um, 
And I was like, now we're never really lost anymore. And how the, the thing is being so certain about so many things, does that affect the human psyche? Like, do we, mm. I think we need a level of uncertainty in our life. We need certainty. But we also need uncertainty. It kind of right. spices it up. Like it keeps us alive and keeps us, you know, do, do you feel yeah. like you have a burden on to like have the right answer on things like to always know, or like, are you okay with being like, I'm not sure. That's I don't know okay. if I, I know. know. It's like, I, I, I need I think I'm more on the side of I need to find out mm. you know, to go before I can go on. So even and if I have I'm not access. sure, oh, yeah. And That's good. and it's just yeah. Are we really comfortable with not knowing things? Mm-hmm. Like and then moving on with our life. Yeah. I think it depends on what so. it is for me and who I'm talking to. If I respect the person that like have a lot of respect for the person that's asking me. And I want to find, like, I'll go to find out if it's a topic I'm just completely Mm -hmm. uninterested in, like the medical world, for instance, I will never understand that. And I have no interest in trying to understand it because there's a lot smarter people out there that are working really hard to figure it out. I think the quote you said on my last podcast was, uh, I don't know science. I just don't know science stuff. (laughs) I don't, I don't know any science (laughs) Science stuff. (laughs) I don't on your last podcast. No, not my part. Um, not on Don't Make Me Come Back There. Available on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google Play, any of those things. Perfect. Uh, but on my last time on this episode, he was oh. talking about that. Okay. I don't remember I the like, context, but what? you're like, well, I don't know science stuff. <laughs> I don't know science stuff at all. I don't, and I'm okay well, with that. What about you, Freight? What, are you okay not knowing stuff? Because if I think if there's a personality that leans, you know, OCD-ish. <laughs> wow. There's a hot sports opinion. Okay. Well, I, I just I I saw inside your little case today, and I ch- <laughs> and, and I yeah, we need to take a picture of that. I tried, to, I tried drawer, to put yeah. the mm-hmm. notepad in the gum pocket, and I almost lost my hand. Yeah. <laughs> Is that when the wrestle started? <laughs> That's when the wrestle, and then began. we immediately began wrestling. <laughs> uh, you know, I I mean, I think I'm kind of like what Caleb said. I mean, if it's something that I'm interested in. You know, it's like, okay, I'll, I'll do a little research mm-hmm. on that. But um, I'm okay with not knowing, mm. you know, if, if it doesn't really affect me in my life or in my family or anybody around me, it's mm-hmm. like, hey, okay, that's, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't well, really like somebody need said to know. Today, the, uh, they brought up the IMDB, the movie database, has a top 250. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I, I can't wait to look that up. So I did. <laughs> And, uh, the top 250 movies? Movies. Rated on, on IMDb. Yes. For, like, forever? For just forever. Yes. Yes. They're saying rated these movies. are the most highly rated, just, the best yes. movies of all time. Spur. Wow. So, so let's just talk top, top 10. Okay. Yeah, that, now that's let's, interesting. Let's see uh, if you guys can see that, that, pick any of the top 10. Uh, the Dark Knight's usually in there. Dark Knight is number four. Gone um, with the Wind. Gone with the Wind is not there. What? No. no. Inception. Inception, I think. No, no. Inception is number 14. Okay. Wizard Braveheart. of Oz. Nope. Oh, Shawshank's number one, right? Shawshank or? is one. Let's what? Go. Family number Feud one? style. The I number got it. one. Goodwill uh, Hunting. Really? It's been institutionalized. Uh, see, Goodwill Hunting, no. What's that? What's the, what? It's not in the top ten. I've become institutionalized. Goodfellas. Goodfellas I've not seen is it. number... Where is it? 
Um, oh, it's far. It's like number nineteen. What was that? Was that this isn't necessarily the best movies. Though. They're saying it's like the most popular movies of all time. Uh, Citizen, yeah. Citizen Kane, just, right? Because that's the fan rating. Okay, right? it's rated by IMDb users. Yeah. So there okay, you go. Cool. Oh, that. okay. Do you say what? Citizen, Citizen Kane is not in the top. Toy Story. Really? Too old. Nope. Fighting um, Nemo. Nope. Is there any Pixar ones in there? Or any cartoon ones? Uh, Monsters Inc. Nope. Mm-hmm. Beauty and the there, Beast. Nope. There are no animated. Wow. Princess Bride. Uh, Ocean's Eleven. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. Monty Python. I'm in sorry. Of the I Holy meant to say Ocean's Thirteen. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, Ocean's Nine. You say one of the oceans is on there. Hey, you turn the one dollars winning the damn one dollars winning. Godfather. Godfather's, Godfather. On Godfather's on there. Uh, one and two. One and two? Yeah. Wow. That's number two, number two, number three, and or number, number one and number two. Like 803. That what, is, uh, what was the Tom Hanks movie? The, the Castaway. Castaway. No. Catch Me If Jaws. You Can. No. <laughs> I really like uh, it. Movie. Jurassic Park. I do like Catch Me If You Can. That's no. Star Wars. Uh, well, let me oh, see here. How we've, yeah, how many Believe Star Wars? Believe it or not, no. And that's what kind of throws that off for me yeah. a little bit. It's like, that's got to be in the... It's, it, like, it's uh, on here. Uh, Star Wars Episode Four is number 13. Okay. So, it's not bad. Green Lantern. Four, that one was like terrible, though. I'll start back down from number twelve. Forrest Gump. <laughs> there you number go. Number twelve. Okay. Really? Number eleven. Okay. Gen A. Lord of the Rings. Fellowship <laughs> of the Rings. Gen A. Okay. That's okay. Interesting. <laughs> I don't have good imper- I have short impersonations. <laughs> number good. ten. Fight Club. What? Oh yeah. I I've not seen it. Was yeah. a Brad Which is, what do you think about that one, Dustin? Really? I you think that's the tenth talk best movie of all time? <laughs> it's the only thing I know. I, by I popularity, so. sure, but yeah, okay. it's, uh, it, it it had an era there where you couldn't find a dorm. In the United States of America, that didn't have the Fight Club mm-hmm. poster in there, so it hits yeah. it hits some young males with aggression at an important time of their life. It, well, I, I thought it was a very interesting story. He's really and well acted and, and cool twist. Oh, is the Sixth Sense in there? Those twist movies uh, no, usually no. make it in there. It, oh, it's it. not a top ten. Nine, number nine War. is uh, <laughs> Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Nineteen sixty. Oh, wow. Is that the oldest one on there? On the top ten, I believe. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, no, no, it's not. It's not. It's not the oldest. Number eight, Pulp Fiction. Singing in the Rain. No. Oh, I should have thought there was a The one movie where the bell rings and the guy gets his wings. Oh. Wonderful Life? No. Wonderful Life? All all Dogs Go to Heaven, I think is that what that one is. Number Uh, seven, Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Facing the Giants. Oh, wow. (laughs) Which is not the best of God's Not Dead (laughs) 2. God's not dead again. God's, God's still not dead. God's not dead. Really? <laughs> really? Number six, Schindler's List. What'd you say? Oh, wow. that's, a, Schindler's that's List. a good one for the kids. <laughs> Family night. Gosh. Michael Myers. Number 12. Number five, 12 Angry Men. Never heard of you it. Ever seen that one? 12 Peter Angry Fonda. Men? Yeah, yeah you got to see it. Great, great movie. And number four, Dark Knight. Uh, yeah. Godfather 2, Godfather, and then the Shawshank Redemption. That's an interesting list. It really is. And, and the top I would, three surprised me. Really? I, I don't know and if I, I'd argue I love too all. hard, but yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, I love The Godfather, and I, Shawshank Redemption is one of those movies that every time it comes off, you sit down and you turn, you're flipping yeah, through the channels, watch to the and it, you hit I, it and you go, I gotta watch this. It might be the best, best movie of all best time. Ending. I mean, yeah. it's, yeah. This relates so wait, to one? that. Yeah. Yeah. It's got everything and in there. Andy Defray. We got a tweet an hour ago. It's great. It says, uh, who taped the poster back on the wall after Andy crawled in the hole? <sighs> what do you, which I never thought about before. Well, oh, he didn't have mean? a cellmate, right? No, and it's not taped back up. 
I think it just yeah they do they, yeah he throws, because they he opens it up yeah he throws he, the rocks at it and it goes through oh and he, I'm sure he it. figured that out yeah, yeah. You, you crawl oh, in oh I see you what they mean oh yeah, yeah I thought you meant when the warden pulled, pulled it down I don't know how you would do it yeah. though was it taped on the outside or the inside the outside. Maybe, oh, wow. you know what? Maybe he didn't tape the bottom. Maybe he just lifted up the bottom and there then, you go. Oh, that's a good I call. think I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Quit yep. while you're ahead. Yeah, well, I know science stuff. Good. That's a good question. Um, science. We had a pretty controversial, uh, it's actually still happening, a pretty controversial conversation going on between Dustin and a listener. Um, and I would just like to throw this out there yeah. for everybody on the dais. Um, so this guy on the dais 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 I think that concludes the conversation on the dais I respect that this gentleman that was number 11 on the kudos who will remain unnamed said am I the only one who thinks Brian Regan his name right yeah I'm gonna say his name his name is Rob Houghton and he's very involved in this show put your name and you know him you know him if you listen to the show, you know him. Am I the only one who thinks Brian Regan and Jerry Seinfeld just aren't funny stand-up comics like at all? I sure hope so. Which is just... Because I don't want to live in a world I think where that... multiple people think <laughs> <Okay>. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Here's What's my that? thing. Yeah. Let's just I, keep I them... Don't let's want keep them... Future. Yeah, cordoned the off. Let's just like, quarantine these people. <laughs> I respect opinions. I know that's a hot take. And you can write that one down. <laughs> I respect opinions. But at some point, like a top, like those guys, yeah. specifically Seinfeld, I get the Regan thing. But I love Brian oh, Regan, really? but I, think, I get, no, uh, I think he's, he's like universally funny. Basically what I'm trying to say is at some point these guys are objectively funny and you, you can't, can't say you that can't they're, say they're not. not yeah. They're just funny I, I, people. I think that Rob, maybe if he had the chance to rephrase his tweet... The question is, he doesn't, I don't find them funny. <laughs> yes. not, they are not funny. Because yes. they're undeniably funny. Yes. And that they're well, the well, most famous today, and successful. Said, Thousands of people come see them. Yeah. You said, do I well, like Weezer? Yesterday yeah. was hey, yesterday. Hey, hey. And <laughs> PG, please. Can you, would you Stop please it. grow up? Come on. <laughs> anyway. Um, come on. I was thinking and I said, I don't, it, so. I'm not a fan, but I totally understand why they're a successful band. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I, I respect them. And I think, yes, of course they have yeah. a lot of fans. Yeah. But well, that, there you go. To be just, you got to admit. Yeah. He said, am I the only one who thinks Brian Regan and Jerry Seinfeld just aren't funny stand-up comics? Yes. So it's not like he was saying He shouldn't say they're they not aren't. funny stand-up comics. That's but the wrong... He doubled he down like? and he said, like at all afterwards. And that's what really gets under my skin. Yeah. Like you could have left it at funny stand-up comics. But you, Bob, you like are entitled yeah. to your opinion. Well, who wrong. does he like? That's what I want to know. Who does he? Yeah, what's, 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 what's his him. number one? I'm going to tweet him right now. Well, I think he's a fan of yours. Hmm? Fan of yours. Right? Let's not tweet him. Let's just leave it. I want to know. I don't want to stir it up. <sighs> I mean, he sends no, his questions all the time. He's okay. a cool guy. <laughs> Have you met him? I like, yeah, Rob's nice. He's a, he's a, he's Have a, you met him? No, he's a, he's a good Twitter uh, yeah, follow, though. And yeah. I, think I told somebody one time, I said, if, if everybody liked me, then I wouldn't be here. And I was at this coffee shop. So he knew who I was. And he said something about his parents made him watch, watch me. He basically was just telling me he didn't like me. <laughs> well, okay, well, well, great, great. Will you just stay home and grow your man bun? <laughs> you, the, the things that people say says, to comments yeah, are but, unbelievable. Yeah, I just like, dude, I just, everybody liked me, you know. You know, I wouldn't be in this 
What does that actually do bar. to you, though? I mean, that's the nice thing to say, but, like, what do you... When somebody's, like... Has that ever happened? Has any, anybody ever been like, yeah, you're just not my type? Oh, yeah. Or how oh, does sure. that actually make you feel, though? Oh, people in line sometimes, they'll tell me, you know, I'm just... You know, I'm not... Just basically say I just came because my wife, you know, this and that. And I would just... My thought process is just not my business, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I don't think I'm funny sometimes. Shoot, I don't, you know. But it's just, it's not my business what people think. Today in the coffee shop, uh, girl, this is exactly what you're saying. Not for everybody. Some people love, some people couldn't care. We walk into the coffee shop, and a girl immediately knows who you are. And we get our coffee, and we sit down, and we see Battleship, and we decide we want to play Battleship. But they're in between. They're blocking Battleship. This is our first obstacle to play Battleship. And she asked, uh, oh, well, I'll let you get to Battleship if we can take a picture. I know who you are. So she's a big fan. I knew it right away. She had eyes on Tim. Mm-hmm. This is fantastic. And I go, uh, she's with a friend. And I go, hey, I can take the picture. Do you want to be in it? And she goes, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. There you go. One person had to get the picture and the other's like, mm-hmm. had right. the opportunity. No, yeah. I'd prefer right. not to. Yeah, right. I had someone say to me, this is probably three or four years ago after a show, the booker goes, uh, you are just as funny and way more affordable than Bob Smiley. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Your move, so specific, Bob. So. That's right. Your move. And I go, I, you should have offered Thrown Bob down. a lower number. I don't know. I don't know. That's so Your funny. move, Bob Smiley. What is funny com. is I think a lot of the... Yes, you are as funny, but you're not as valuable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there's the so, points for Bob. There yeah, you go. Right. Guess, you know, what value are you bringing to the marketplace? Yeah. Eh. People just don't know what to say. I had someone <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. I really enjoyed your content. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks. As if it was a blog or an essay that I presented. Good content. What's I like the your best content. compliment you've ever received from a fan directly? Oh. Freight. What? <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Dak Shepard. I'm joined by Minister Mouse Monica Padman. Hi there. We have a really fun show we want you guys to join. Uh, We talk to celebrities and professors and lawyers and doctors and very smart, interesting people. And we find out how messy their lives have been, how many twists and turns it took to get to where they're at, and a general exploration on the messiness of being a human being. And of course, Monica's, you'll get updates about her building project, love life, (laughs) you name it. So if you want to join us, please follow Armchair Expert to get new episodes every Monday and Thursday. Plus, find your other favorite podcasts free on Spotify. I don't know. I, I, I think I'm, I'm just content if they say funny. You were great. You were really funny. That's all you really want to hear. Why are you saying freight? You're funny. You had a great time. It's so funny. That's all you really want to hear. You know? Oh, my god. That's gosh. all you really want to hear? Mostly. After really? the show. Really? Yeah, you were funny. That's the whole goal, right? No. Okay. What's the What goal do you want to hear? You changed my life. <laughs> you changed my life. I was going to drive off a bridge. I got baptized in the spirit today. Yeah. Thanks. I was going to drive off a bridge and your bit came on Sirius XM. <laughs> yeah. It's about That's the setting the bar of the way game. Way <laughs> the codes of Dunshire. <laughs> yeah, post show. You were great. So funny. I loved it. Yeah. No, um, I, no I'm just kidding. But I, I said uh, I've had people recently too. It's like you saved my life, you saved my marriage, that kind of stuff. And you're just like, no. And they're like, no, you don't understand. So. I said, your move, Dustin. No, that means I have to get better. Somebody after a tweet, they said, I was considering doing a bad thing to myself. Okay. Well, yeah. And your tweet 
Of course, the next day, I'm just going to put out a tweet like, this one better be good. <laughs> 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 like they're waiting. It better be good, Tim. You responded. Like on top of the building. You know? They said, uh, use this tweet, save my life. And you responded, but did you think I was funny? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's all I want to hear. Yeah, yeah. No, I get. I think. I think you're right. And what, do, do you get this idea too? Sometimes this thought that when people say, "Oh, I love your bit on this," you're thinking, well, "What were wrong with my other bits? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like everything I said. Yeah. Everything that came out of my oh, mouth. 100%. That's the way a true comedian thinks. Why didn't you like the other jokes as much? They'll do generic things too at the end, like, "Oh, all the parenting stuff. I loved it. It wasn't all I did." Yeah. Right. But they didn't care for no. all the other things. That's, that's just funny. that's just what they connect. You're, you're it right. Was People what they, know what, to what say. they it was their favorite stuff. Like, well, I like, you know, my you know, the only thing I like you do is Japan. That's the only thing <laughs> Thanks, I like. Thanks, yeah. Um it really means a lot to me. Wrecked. Well, and they always I, I get lots more compliments for the my son loves you. My mom loves you. Mm. They never say I you know, or more times than not they don't say I love you. Sometimes, but mostly it's because it's uh, easier. Though. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe they're a little. And then when they get vulnerable. mad, then they'll take offense just the same way. You yeah. know, my yep. my my brother would have been offended if he heard that joke. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So that's Thank a powerful <laughs> human force: is taking offenses for somebody else. True, <laughs> taking up offenses. Yeah, for somebody I usually offended on your behalf. Yeah. That's pretty popular right now, though. You, yeah. you get offended on others on other people's behalf. Mm-hmm. That's that's like the yeah. the heart of PC culture. Yeah. It's not about me, but I'm offended on somebody else's behalf, mm. even if they're not from? offended. Did, where did that come from? Where did, where did the snowflake culture... Where what's, Is that just from so you're just, you have everything at your disposal, and you grow up and you think there's just nothing negative? You're just, there's no real sense of the real world? Yeah, I think the that there's, really a, like. there's, a, there's a tipping point on... You're so good. You're just so perfect and good. There's a tipping point on just that of encouragement... And you're fantastic and, and you work so hard. Mm-hmm. And then also it's important to be loving and kind to other people and treat them well and the golden rule. And then there's a tipping point of, well, now you're just being ridiculous. Like yeah. sometimes you have to be, uh, hey, what you just did was real stupid. And you have to be able to say it in well, those and, words. And it's like, you know what? Yeah. You came in third in the baseball tournament, so you don't get a trophy. Right. You, yeah. it, you yeah, know, it's that's, like, that's uh, just I, I don't a don't life. subscribe to that, but you guys do. That's fine. I get the sentiment behind it. The, the anti-trophy, that's a very common sentiment. Like, of like, oh, is, trophies are ruining kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? Is no, no, it no. really, though? No, no, no. Trophies <sighs> are not ruining kids. No, third place trophies. No, what's ruining it's kids is no bronze everybody medals. gets no a more. trophy. I think it's the thought behind the trophy is no. more it's, of like, it's, it's like you're telling, because I remember like sitting at in like the ceremony and the number one team goes up and they get the trophy sure mm-hmm. and they get the they but get you the got little a ribbon thing. or something well no 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 their, you got a their pizza trophy party was a was a, a necklace or or, or what it was a medal the medal yeah, yeah yeah it was a pearl they necklace get a medal. And I'm, I'm coming up, my ragtag team of 0 and 90 come up. <laughs> we only played 20 been, games, but to, we went yeah. 0 and 90. We've been yeah. together since it began and didn't care at all. And we're like, we're, we're in this together. And we walk up, and I'm like, this is the same medal. And then they're looking at theirs, and they're looking at us, and they take their medal off. I saw a kid look at us. <laughs> he looks at his medal. He's on the, like the number one team. They didn't lose a game. He looks at us getting the medal. And just takes his off and puts it on the table. I'm like, 
Yeah, that sounds about right. It I don't just buy doesn't it, matter. though. Like, well, that's, I don't buy that the, that even really made a difference because you yeah. know you lost. But that the lesson is that it's you like were a loser. But as long as you're keeping score. Yeah. We're not it, keeping score. The team that got first place know they, it knew they make got first place. It doesn't make it fun, though. It doesn't, there's no drive to do it well. Sure it, there it, is. It, no, of course there is. No. You weren't happy you went 0-90. That says, look, that says more about the parents than it does the kids. It's about. Yeah, that's what I was it's so parent driven. The kids. The parent- I don't think. I, I'll go with you halfway. I don't think the kids care. No. Right. As much. I'd rather have an ice cream cone after. I, I was. We're gonna get. Okay, Mr. Oh, Williams yeah. is buying everybody shakes. The, pe- the pizza was in the other room, and, and that's what I'm waiting for. We just play cup ball. We like <laughs> smash up a cup and hit it with our hand. I was more excited about playing cup ball after the game. <laughs> All sweaty and bugs. I remember we used to play this baseball tournament in Kansas City every year. And we were really bad, but we would go play this triple-A baseball tournament, which was just dumb. Because um, we were a double-A team, but, like, the worst of the double-A teams. And we'd go play these teams with kids that travel full-time across the country. You know, their parents spent yeah. thousands and thousands on them. They got the custom jerseys, the whole bit. So we would just get waxed every year. But we loved going to Kansas City because sure. we were, like, 13. So it was just awesome. Yeah. So we got to stay in this hotel. And there was this, like, little courtyard with a basketball court. The best thing oh, oh, my gosh. So, with a pool? Yeah. I remember... We this is like the third or fourth year we went. Hot to we were playing in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Someone go to the gas station to get some drumsticks. Come on. We're going the one the one, the one guy with his parent, like his his dad would go get Mountain Dews for everyone. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you're like, yeah. Okay. Cool dad. Yeah. yeah. So we're playing yeah, this he game. He had the Sebring. Sebring. In the igloo cooler. Yeah. yeah. It's so a cool good. dad. Yeah. Get to stay up till one in the morning. So we're playing in this game, and it was like a pretty close game, and we might actually win one. And I remember talking to the bench. We were all like, God, I really hope we don't win this game because then we get to stay up late tonight because that was going to mean we weren't going to qualify for the, yeah. the next game. So we end up losing. And we go back to the hotel, and we were like really happy about it because we got to hang out. <laughs> oh, we yeah. got to stay up late. Because if we won, the coach would have been like, no swimming, go to bed early. Yeah. We got a and big so, game tomorrow. Yeah, so we lost, and we were stoked, and the coaches were so mad that we were excited <laughs> yeah. about just yeah. hanging out. I was like, isn't that what this is all about? Like, yeah. even if we won this tournament, was that really going to do anything It was for like us? that scene from uh, uh, Moneyball with Billy being a- is this what losing sounds like? Yeah. <laughs> He's just throwing bats around. And yeah. <laughs> we, I, I still remember going to Paducah, Kentucky when I was in like fourth grade with my baseball team. And we Mecca. did a little played a team from Paducah, Kentucky. And I didn't remember anything of the game. I remember the hotel and the pool. Mm-hmm. I still remember yeah. that. Mm-hmm. We had such a great time. Yeah. Well, in the so, end, it's all like, about- I don't remember playing. I played baseball for two years. Uh, and I played soccer for, I don't know, like six years or something like that. <laughs> And in all that, I have no idea the scores of any of the games. It was never really mm-hmm. out there for us. And I yeah. literally only remember, like, the fun, either me getting hurt or me, like, having fun and screwing around. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only thing I remember. And I think as, like, you know, as a coach and stuff like that, you want them to win because if, if most of the time as a coach, like, you played before mm-hmm. yeah. and you remember winning to be the great thing, um, and that's what you want the Kids do experience, yeah. but in the end, like you don't really remember if in a sport like what I was doing, I was doing, you know, church sports, which aren't that competitive, and it's mm-hmm. just all, all I remember is me um, going around and trying to pants the other defensive players while I was playing soccer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is that the weird kid that yeah. pantses the defense? I, <laughs> should we yellow card that? I played, I played, I played goalie, and, and I was on... Get back in the, the goal, o- kid! The only good soccer team I was on, yeah. uh, I, I played goalie. Um, and I, was, you know, I wasn't a bad goal. It, it did pretty okay. And then, but like most of the time, if we were playing a bad team, the, it would be on the other side. So I, me and my buddies would try to run around and try to pants each other. Because you know what to do. As you do, yeah. Uh, we got an update from Rob. What's up, Rob? We got a response. We did. He said, I said, who do you enjoy? What comics do you enjoy? He said, aside from you, most of them are inappropriate. I don't watch much anymore because it makes me want to get back into stand-up and I don't have time for it. But here's the list: Pat Oswalt, mm-hmm. Daniel Tosh, mm-hmm. Anthony Jeselnik, mm-hmm. Mitch Hedberg, Dimitri Martin, Ron White, and a ton of others. That's what he said. Which I mean, that's a pretty solid list of great. It's comics, all opinions. Yeah. But if he just doesn't do it for you, that's fine. I get it. It's like it's like food at a certain point. You know, it's just for the uh, sake of oh, the conversation. No. I'll let it go. But I, just emotionally, I'm not. <gasps> a, what just happened? <laughs> Oh, wow. I think that uh, it's totally his opinion. There are great comics that I'm like, just undo it for me. Sure, but Seinfeld, he is the greatest comic. Yeah, but Seinfeld, I don't think a lot of people under 30 care about Seinfeld. I think that comedy Mm -hmm. is also very generational. And that, like, that list of comedians that he just listed, they they are nothing like Jerry Seinfeld. They don't don't have anything in common, you know? Right. Right. He so. was the Jerry was the the bridge between old school and new school to me. He was that mm. wears a suit still, but still is that new style comedy. Right. Because it's all about the act. You know, it's all about yeah. You know, the cat skills and all that stuff. No playing, wasted words. Boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. It's all the about craft. the act, and if you're funny, and that's fine. And He's still so good, though. Like yeah. even if you're under thirty. Yeah. I don't feel like you could watch that Netflix, yeah. Netflix special and like not laugh. There's another guy that's so very good. anti-PC culture. He hates that stuff. Oh, yeah. He rants against it all the time. Yeah, it's like his whole thing. It's great. I wouldn't want to perform at a college now. Do you, you do, right? Mm, every once in a while, not a lot. Yeah, but you just it, performed at a high school, so... Yeah, that's true. Screw it up. <laughs> um, I, you know, stand-up comedy, that, to me, just it's a generation that... Uh, it's 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 a little too nuanced. It's not like maybe particularly how I do stand up. I, I'm just, I'm just not going to be for them. The you know like it's like if 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 you were the Vine generation, like be funny in six seconds. Like mm-hmm. all right, I need a little more time than this, and it's, mm-hmm. I'm not like a big large and life grab your attention act. Plus, college shows are just a total crapshoot. You have no idea what you're mm-hmm. going into. So you just yeah. know you're getting a check. Yeah, that's exactly that's what we that's what you're doing there. I don't know. I, I, I think that the to go back to the other question of the like the hypersensitivity and the snowflake thing, I don't think I think that it's more of a this is just a, a, a theory that I've, I don't even know if I've said out loud before is <laughs> why did you pull that bag up to your mouth? Make sure everyone knew. I think what that, are those? Fruit uh, snacks. Fruit snacks. What kind? Strawberry. Can mm. I try one? Sure. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You what? mean what, like brand? No, I'm good, have, thank you. May I have a fruit snack? <laughs> if I can get them open, I'm having some difficulty here. <laughs> I don't want to interrupt this. <laughs> Dustin just gives me a look like, is this the time? Uh, no, if can we've I gone start to the now? eating time of the podcast, that's fine. It wasn't a good yeah, thing. Uh, I feel like thought. it's always the eating time of the podcast. I love fake strawberry. <laughs> 
Tim, I just love it. Tim is so engaged on my. It you, like you know strawberries. what Tim would not say to me right now? Good content. <laughs> I need some fruit snacks, please. Fruit mm-hmm. snacks? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just think that the it comes from the escalation of like you have to have a reaction, and that's like news and media and all these things. Like stop it, okay, please. Stop. We get it. All right, I'll move on. What it's is that? Not, it's not a great thought. What is that? Oh, these are cherry. <laughs> this is the worst podcast. <laughs> it's so good. So it's about stuff that I don't don't make finish. don't make me dive back into it. Do not do this to me. I'm good. Thanks. Uh, I think I like the cherry a little better. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you um, just made me laugh. Well, it's I uh, don't Tim. Don't even don't <laughs> do this. Because you're going to lure me back in, and then... You were saying? And then you're going to go grab the almonds and you were, shake them right in front of the saying? microphone, just like the listeners want. <laughs> well, what were you saying again? It's fine. It's fine. I think this has been a good uh, run of shows. Thank you for having me out, everybody. Can we... We're the St. Louis, Louisiana. I, I had a couple Hi. people call me a foreigner in Louisiana yesterday. That, that was fun. Really? Yeah. Because you're so far because being in I'm California. In, yeah. Yankee? Foreign. Did you get Yankee? I get Yankee almost all the time. When you're from San Diego. You right. Yankee? Because the West Coast was really involved. Yes. And that- the Union, <laughs> thankfully, we had Southern California to help us in the Civil War. I think if it were continued, technically I am south of the Mason-Dixon line. I think that it, if yeah. this arc would have continued... Technically, we are in the South. We were just very uninvolved. <laughs> we we wanted to help, but we were just too far. Yeah. And this will be your first trip actually riding back to St. Louis, correct? First time I'm, take, I'm taking the bus home. Yeah, normally I try and ditch you losers as early as possible. Wow, that hurts. And you'll fly out of the city. <laughs> well, on second thought, Graham, give me those cherry fruit snacks again. <laughs> I'll show him. <laughs> I'll show him his bus. <laughs> uh, yeah, then I'll fly. But it's fun. We have different venues. Normally we go church, Where church, church. Where are did. you going? Good question. Just in life? <laughs> yeah, with your, your, uh, your act. You? With where do you see yourself going? I are, mean, you, what, are, you, are we just quoting what's Dave your Matthews end lyrics game? now? <laughs> Where, are you Where are you going? Where, where do you go? <laughs> where? And you, you did better than I would oh, ever do. For the first time ever. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Um, I what? Hmm. Where am I going with my act? Why? I think that the only uh, things that I can uh, find that are original are things that are absolutely true that have happened to my life. Like I'm trying to go away from writing bits about things, like news or events or things that happen, or and just more. Here's the thing that happened. These are my relate. Like here's the thing that happened in my own life. A thing that I witnessed. Trying to tell more stories. Trying to. Um, tell things that are like my unique perspective and my truth for lack of a better word and and that's where i want to go as opposed to just like oh hey how can i make this funny as fast as i can be like i'm trying to Mm -hmm. tell a story right now i didn't do it this weekend but a newer bit of a story where um two weeks ago i was at a club and there was someone who was um um blind in the front row and uh excuse me they were deaf in the front row and their interpreter was there and it seems like this really cool, amazing experience, except my set wasn't going that well. So I got to watch my jokes bomb twice. <laughs> right. 
Right. And like, so within a minute of my act, I learned the sign for not funny. You know? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to tell stuff like that to like, because that's, yeah, yeah. that's nowhere else in the world. That's a unique thing that happened to me, mm-hmm. a bombing for a deaf person. So that's the more stuff that oh, yeah. is relatable and, I, and personal and, uh, you know, not just... Yeah. Uh, oh, here's my here's my take on this thing or this you know current event or whatever it may be. Yeah. Well, it's just and it's good and it works and it's it, it's funny, but I think it's going deeper. People want to know you, and that, that that's how they start to connect on a, on a different level. And you know, um, I I just it's just things that the stuff that really happens. You know, Heather, this happened not too long ago, a couple months ago, and. And I was at the house, and it was at the end of the day, and she goes, man, she goes, my arms hurt. Can you pull my head? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, you, wait, your arms hurt, and you want me to pull your head? First off, I don't know how to pull someone's head. Mm. How would I do that? Right. So, (laughs) did you do it? Of course I did. Yeah. I, I pulled that head. <laughs> I cranked that thing. Is that a, is that a real and, thing? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just, that's, and that's just what happens in marriage. <laughs> you just go, okay, this is what you want, darling. Can you pull so, my head? So I'm just thinking, you know what? Have you guys ever had an arm issue where you thought, hey. You know what will fix this? You know what's going to. Did it? No. Did it fix it? Um, I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, Maybe it wasn't about that. Look deeper. Yeah, I, Look deeper. I just, uh, <laughs> you know, hmm. that's going to come up in couples therapy. Yeah. yeah, it's like my wrist hurts. Could you? Could you kick could you brush me in my the back? Teeth? Or, yeah, could you, <laughs> you brush my. Teeth? <laughs> it's some kind of weird, you know, symptom weird. Uh, you know, well, it could remedy. be like your she, arm hurting yeah. whenever you're having a heart attack. Uh, I've I've never understood that thing. Am I just that dumb that that's well, like everybody know knows? Stuff. I don't know science stuff. So <laughs> yeah. does everybody know why that's a thing? Is uh, it your why, left why, arm? Why, well, why your the arm, arm like it because you're, you're the reason I believe it's because uh, your 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 heart pumps blood and it goes through one arm first and then the other arm. And I think it has something to do with. Wouldn't that be fantastic if, when you them. get a heart attack? What you're supposed to do is pull somebody's head. It'll work. Yeah. <laughs> Did you- <laughs> yes. Nine one one. Can you describe your energy? Uh, he's not breathing. Have you pulled his head? <laughs> please, please. You do know that, right? <laughs> no. I, what? <laughs> no, no, how do I pull his head? I'll I'll buy into that answer. Yeah, blood goes through one arm and then the other. Cool. Makes sense. That's why when they yeah, they take sweet. your blood pressure, they take usually take both arms because it's going to be a little different. They take because what? That's, well, like when I go to my doctor, he takes both arms for blood pressure because I've they're different. Only ever done the left arms. Yeah, it's a little Same bit different here. on. I believe the right arm. This is yeah. a different kind of doctor. He's right upper echelon. He does both. Okay, mm-hmm. he's a only the best. Doctor. He has two doctorates. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, before you go off my doctor. Um, he's totally changed my life. He's totally balanced my hormones. <laughs> and I haven't had a bowel movement in six months. <laughs> so. Uh, your move, Mabry. Uh, it's like when you get to this age, and Dustin says something today, like you, you said your shoulders, like something weird on your shoulder. I'm like, well, it's shoulder cancer. Yeah. And you get, you get to old enough. I remember I saw a black yeah, spot on my fingernail. Sure. Like, oh, 
Fingernail cancer. That's yeah. it. This is what's going to get me. <laughs> That's it. Just Mortality just starts kind of just coming down on you. That's the end. Heather, come pull my head. It'll fix my nail. <laughs> That's the universal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's much better. Oh, Thank you. That's the funny thing. This was uh, uh, the this stuff comes out of real life that is almost unbelievable, which is why it's so funny. This happened at my uh, son's soccer game about a year ago. Uh, my wife asks a child his first name, and the kid goes Jameer. And my wife, without missing a beat, the kid goes Jameer. My wife goes John Mayer. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? Do you think his name is John Mayer? <laughs> like it didn't hit her for just a second. They're like, "Hey, clarify. Don't don't lead with John Mayer." <laughs> like this is a f- how did this happen? Who and and I could never write that joke. I'd be like, you right. know what? What name sounds like John Mayer? Jameer Gold. Mm-hmm. Gold. Right. <laughs> that's right. Gold. Jameer. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, do you enjoy like story comedy over more like punchline jokes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think that there's a. I mean, I like both. I don't. I don't yeah. have a preference, but I think that like sometimes uh, some comics call themselves storytellers, tell- and they're just bad comics. Yeah, like it, yeah. The, the laughs no are payoff. the same. They're, they mm-hmm. and there ha- it has to be funny the whole way. Yeah, right. There's still just as many jokes along the way, and just been as many punchlines um, yeah. along the way. But I, I like all forms of comedy. Yeah, okay. I, I like. Uh, I like good one-liners. They'll stick with me in great stories. I think I remember the one-liners a little more because mm-hmm. I don't naturally think that way. So they kind of like, I was telling you some of my buddy, Matt Donahare. He's done Conan a couple of times. He has a joke, goes, uh, he's a real nerdy guy. He wears these big Coke bottle glasses. He goes, you know that thing where they beat you up when you join a gang? There's a chance I'm in like 30 gangs. <laughs> <laughs> I think of that joke. Every two weeks, just yeah. that. <laughs> so yeah, I like I like all that kind of stuff, yeah, and then that. great, unique, funny stories. So follow up. Do you enjoy mm-hmm. telling, like, you writing those story jokes? Or uh, I, uh, yeah, I like both. Yeah, I know that. I, I think those are harder. It's okay. harder to well, tell. It's harder to tell a long story yeah. because it it you have to make it funny the mm-hmm. whole way, and 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 not just like this interesting thing happened to me yeah. earlier. It's not. You know, it's not an analogy. It's it's yeah. it's, it's a full. It's it still has to be really funny the yeah. whole way through. It's like there. I think, um, you know, I learned this doing the killer stand up is that you don't really think try to write funny. You just write passion. What are you passionate about? Oh, like, that's good. What? So try to keep um, the radar up for anything you hate or something that frustrates you or mm. really disgusts you or really you love. And usually there's comedy in there. You just kind of write out like the thing that happened, like. And just just write it out, and then kind of your passion kicks in, and you start. Yeah. I don't know. The funny kind of emerges. Yeah, that's kind of. I think if you're doing storytelling comedy, that's a good way to do it. Like if you're writing a letter to a friend, hey dude, check this out. What happened? And yeah, just, I yeah. Think they, like that story I was saying with, with the deaf person in the front yeah. row. That's yeah. exactly it. Like that was so funny and unique to me that I was like, yeah. this I this has yeah. to be on stage now because it was mm-hmm. it wasn't just like, hey, I was driving and someone. Mm-hmm. merged in front of me right. like i'm not yeah. passionate about that you know right <laughs> i think the guy one of the guys that is just the best at that is bergazzi at the storytelling oh, yeah. and making it funny all the way through but he like it's he only is. when he tells it because if you try to retell yeah. his joke if you it's read like, that hey, well, on a script well, like, yeah. you can't nah, you gotta you gotta just watch it well and that's mm-hmm. why i think he's so genius like you couldn't steal a bergazzi bit 
No. <laughs> it wouldn't be funny. <laughs> it wouldn't be funny. Like no. it's he is funny, therefore the joke is funny. Yeah. It's just his delivery. It's the I don't know. I haven't really seen anything like that. Yeah. Brian Regan's got like a similar vibe, where like the way that he says certain words and how he accentuates certain things sure. is funny. But Bergazzi is just gosh, he, he makes me laugh. So See, hard. that's the thing with like with story comedy. I think I'm that interests me because I'm a bad storyteller. I'm I've never been good at telling stories, and but like to hear a good story is always like entertaining. But I laugh the hardest at like short punchlines. Mm. That's why you mm-hmm. know, and, and then but like Nate Bergassi's got like his his stories are a little bit shorter most of the time, so it's like kind of like in between is like what what my what I like. I mean, but if I you mean, listen you to know. his bits, there's punches the whole way. Oh yeah, yeah. so yeah. say oh, yeah, that Mount Rainier bit. That bit he did on the Tonight Show. Right. The first one is like, yep. I think it's like number two, number three. I don't really know if mountains keep growing. There's a joke. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's a good time to see it. It doesn't have the attitude of a one yet. <laughs> like, those are jokes, yeah. you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It just feels like he's just telling a story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he is telling a story, but that story has not advanced in any way. No. All he's done is stop to tell yep. two yeah. jokes. See, I, yeah, Lynn, that's, that's why I like it, because I can't do that. Like, right. I, yeah. I have such yeah. a hard time keeping a story interesting. I'm like no, well, the, well you got to wait till the yeah. end. How is he going to make like, this? Yeah, yeah, getting milk at a Starbucks. I think that's yeah. not why I Interest, don't. You know, I don't funny. tell a lot of stories. Uh, I have a couple, like the TJ story, yeah. but like the hard part about the story is that the last part has to be the best. Yeah, and yeah. that's the to tell a story in such a yeah. way that the payoff is at the end, mm-hmm. and that's the best part of the whole story. Yeah. Is not easy, you know. Yeah. I, to me, it's yeah. way harder to write. I think yeah. a great example of that is Bergazzi's bit about the guy who had the zoo in his house. Have you heard that? Yes. Yeah. Like the crocodile. So, and that one is like, there's jokes, but they're, I don't even know how to explain it. I guess yeah. technically they're jokes because they're making you laugh, yeah. but you know, that bit is just so weird. Well, because you're entertained yeah, the whole time. You're just really good that, at comedy. That payoff <laughs> at the end. Yeah, he's just, it's like, how are you going to turn this into anything? Um, what did I you're going to be out with him in two weeks, right? Next weekend. Next weekend. Cool. I don't, when's this going to air? Uh, this Thursday. It's uh, listeners in Spokane, Washington. Nice. I'll be with Nate on Thursday, uh, Friday and Saturday at Spokane Comedy Club, and then I'll be headlining on Sunday. Hey. Anyway, listeners, that's it for Nate Bergazzi podcast. <laughs> Join us next week when we talk about Nate Bergazzi. <laughs> hmm Anyways. Yeah, Are you guys doing mainly clubs or was it just that one? I, yeah, it's just I, this those three is only maybe the third or fourth one I've done with him, and it's all clubs. Yeah. How'd you get hooked up with him? Uh, I met him in Nashville, where he's from. We did a show there, and then I've just I did some shows with him when he was out in Southern California, and so we just touch base every once in a while, and I think he's he has me like in places that I'm from or where I live, you know, so Southern California or Washington, so. yeah. He's great. He's fun to watch. And yeah, he's, I think he's, he's awesome. about to tape another Netflix special. It's great. It's dope. It's really, really good. So what is your what is your special with Kevin Hart? Oh, so it's not special. It's an episode of a show called uh, Heart of the City. Uh, it focuses on comics in different cities, and they did an episode on San Diego, and they picked three of us, and uh, it's a cool thing. We did, we did a, a taping of the sets, uh, so we did 10 minutes in one of the clubs in San Diego, the Comedy Palace, and then... Uh, we did another day of taping, like where we do interviewed with him and stuff and just talk comedy and yeah, it was really was cool. Was he pretty good dude? Really down to earth, uh, really chill, really, but I mean, he was work. I mean, it's, it's amazing the amount of work that guy does. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if anybody works harder than Kevin Hart. Yeah. He just posted that today. It, 
he of the top ten grossing comedy specials ever. He has three of them. What? Wow. So there you go. Really? And, and, and simultaneously does every commercial and every movie, you know, that guy hustles. So, no. yeah, he was great. I mean, we were with him for maybe a half an hour or so, and uh, it was cool. It was, uh, it was you know, they, we do the little interview, and they, like, do a little mock scene, and um, they're like, oh, we're going to do, like, a San Diego type thing. So at the end, you're going to drink, I'll drink IPAs, you know, a beer. And I was like, oh, cool. My Christian following will love this. Here I'm on mm-hmm. TV with Kevin Hart drinking beer. And like, don't worry, it's not IPA. It's actually cream soda. Uh, and then Kevin Hart didn't know what an IPA is. So like all that stuff was pretty He didn't fun. know what an IPA no, was? No, 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 no. That's it's, so uh, funny. So it was, uh, <laughs> it was a really cool, unique experience. He was funny and told funny stories and was on and was like riffing with the staff and you know, uh, the crew yeah, and stuff. That's so it was, great. Yeah, it was a cool experience. Did he have, uh, was there just a ton of people there, like, producing and Yeah, crew I mean, and- TV, it's like, that's, I've done only a little bit of it, you know, a couple shows here and there, and then I've gone to a couple tapings of different things, and, like, those are the real heroes. It's, TV is, it's, it, you know, you see the person on screen, but the amount of work it goes in to produce those things, lighting, sound, mic, camera, directors, all the producers, all the event coordinators to get everybody there, food services, it's so much work. And uh, it's, you know, when you're like that, you realize it almost kind of takes some of the pressure off. Like, was whenever you're like, when I, I've got nervous the few times I'm doing TV, is like, oh, they don't even really care how I do they just want me to do my job. They'll do their job. Yeah. We're all professionals here. Yeah. It's like going into any other job. We're like, oh, hey, you're in charge of the produce and you're in charge of the <laughs> There's not out. enough time. No one, there's like, you have to get all this stuff done. Yeah, even if I had done a bad time. job, like, well, we don't got enough time for you to do a yeah. better job. Sorry, <laughs> and like, it's going to be and on TV. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, they're like, well, if this screws up, then we'll just do it again. You know, yeah. There's no chance to do it again. We're just going to fix it somehow. It was a cool experience. And when I got the call, I was in the middle of like... Like I had just like slept in the little rock airport and I was coming home from a gig and I was just tired and exhausted. And I got a call from an unknown number and I was like, here we go. This is what is it? What I don't even know what this is. And then it was, Hey, you're going to be on TV with Kevin Hart. And I was like, this was so cool. The timing from God of when I need just, just, you know, that, that walk through the airport where you're like, am I alive? Am I, yeah. Do I exist right yeah. now? <laughs> it's like you're covered in film. Yeah, you just it, just hello darkness, my old yeah. friend, just playing in your head the whole time, mm-hmm. and and then you get this thing, and it's and it's cool. Yeah, thing. Did you audition for that? Yeah, yeah, I auditioned. We did these sets, and uh, who else? Uh, what are the other two comics? Uh, a guy named Keith Johnson and uh, AD Worldwide. Okay, <laughs> that's who's on the show with me. Yeah, yeah. do you know these guys? I know I knew Keith and I, I met A D through the audition. Okay. Yeah. Good guys, good comics and um you know, it's a it's not a like a make your career thing, but it's it's another notch. It's another mm-hmm. thing along the way and and I like to have a foot in both the worlds. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that's what I want my life to be. I told you about the Pete Holmes thing, didn't I? They mm. sent me a script. Oh, what? to do crash, for crashing, right? For crashing. What? Really? Did I never tell you, you that? Not tell me <laughs> that. I didn't tell you that. No, I didn't you tell you did. that. I freaking what? love crashing. No, you never told me that. Okay, all right. Well, tell me now. What happened? Well, <laughs> well, well. Why? Um, yeah, uh, they sent me a script. Their people, and it was about the uh, the character was a Christian comic. He was doing like a fan, like a Christian comedy night. Yeah, Pete was. And then I was just kind of one of the regular comics that does my thing there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I looked at the script and, um, it's for season three. 
I guess. For the next season? I guess. When did you get this? This is a few months ago. Okay. Three or four months ago. I thought I told you this. No. Okay. That's first yeah, time and I, and I looked through I looked I looked through the script and I, I have it somewhere else. I'll give it to you. You can take a look yeah. at it. And um Yeah, it was it was interesting. My question my my you know, because I know he's got he gets it. I mean, he knows the Christian world pretty much and he oh, was yeah. raised in it and stuff. <clears throat> um and I don't you know, I just didn't it was kind of a quick turnaround. Like I had to make a decision quick, like in a week or two. And, um, I was like, God, I ended up not, not, not pursuing it. Why? I don't know. I just, would you have, have to have, uh, canceled shows or push them off? Or I'm not, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Um, how do you make decisions like that in general? Like my, my, my thing is, do we gain anything from it? Mm-hmm. I mean, it might be a good experience to meet him. I don't think it would, it would help me or hurt me in any way. Um, yeah, I mean it's just a few lines, and um, I just you know once again I, I love what I do and I don't and I would like to act and I like I, it's fun to act and um, but it seems like it just came from a place uh, out of a place of contentment like we're good yeah I don't I mean, I'm okay not doing this yeah I mean it's we had the the Broadway thing a few, couple three years mm-hmm. ago for uh, School of Rock. I was contacted to audition for that in New York and I, I was wanting to do it and just to check it out. You know, I had no idea. I just wanted the experience. Absolutely. Um, and what happened there was when, when they're used, it was Andrew Lloyd Webber. I mean, he wrote the the thing, you know, and, and so I'm like, okay, this is different and this is wild and sure. Um, but their deal was when they, they contact somebody, they drop everything. The person's going to drop, but I can't, you know, drop you everything. You have this and whole career. Like, yeah, yeah you're I touring, have this schedule. Yeah. And they're like, well, we're not going to work around your schedule. So, sorry, you know, nice. Thanks. So I, re- I didn't get a chance to go audition mm. and just kind of, ex- you know. Do you regret that at all? I don't know if I, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't regret it because I don't think if it would have happened, I would have been happy. Mm. I mean, just it's doing the same show. Yeah, a yeah. lot of work, same show every night. Um, it's a total transformation out from my life but everybody's around you know what and, are who, we gonna, and who you, knows, your family you know, everybody on the really team hits, yeah. and if it really hits yeah. you could be doing it for years yeah just the idea of going and doing the same thing same every over night and over. oh yeah i think, that I think for a month that would crazy. be that would be amazing but then after that i'd be you'd be like okay, okay let's do something else do you feel the weight like mm-hmm. you said there kind of do you, that you know a lot of your decisions like that really do affect a lot of people's lives now Mm-hmm. You know, people's livelihood and That's their careers. That's why I don't careers. ski. <laughs> yeah. It's just... Yeah. I don't I'm do like, HBO shows and Levi, I don't ski. You, you, know, you go and go with your cousins and go to the double black diamonds and you do your flips and I'm going to take the I'm gonna take the green run. Yeah. Chia pet. I'm taking chia pet all the way down and I'll, I'll meet you later. Um, See you in the lodge. So yeah, I mean, yeah, that's... It, it does. But the thing that we're... The, the thing about what we do is that... Like I can't, you, you need so many people to do these, this show mm-hmm. lighting and the sound and the, the ticket sales and the, I mean, you know, we talk about general admission, just getting people to scoot over and oh. just filling a room. Not only do you sell the tickets, but now we got to fill the room. We got to get them in. <laughs> we got to, everything's there, all the production, the staff, and yeah. you still like butts are not in seats because people aren't scooching. <laughs> yeah. There's a ton of, and I can't so do those crazy. things. These, these, this level show. You know, when I was by myself, I could do a Valentine's social at a church right. for, for couples. Yeah. 
because they have cheesecake and coffee, and then I sell my box of DVDs and mm-hmm. go home. But you know, that's you just—it's a different animal now. Can't oh, imagine it's a totally. you like coming out on stage with a mic, like pre-show now, like yesterday, and be like, "Hey guys, uh, Tim here. Could you scoot in because we got more people coming in?" Like yeah. I don't even think about that anymore. Yeah, it's just a lot you of stuff. They don't scoot in. You just go and do it wherever they're at. Yeah. yeah, and if the venue helps you and the mm-hmm. organizer helps you, great. But if not, you just yeah. Like See, tonight, yeah. I, I actually watched some of Tim's survival instincts tonight, and maybe I'm wrong on this. Oh yeah, but the crowd tonight had a weird start. They were ended up being a great crowd, but there was a weird start. Mm-hmm. And so I'm watching the back, and I noticed that out of the gate, like, oh, this isn't the response that I'm used to. And Tim's mm. first five minutes were old survival instincts. Punch it up, a lot of jokes, little crowd interaction. Da, 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 like it was different than the script that mm-hmm. it normally, not yeah. that it's normally script, yeah. but it had been in the last few runs that I'd done with you. And that was all, hey, you read what they were like. And you're like, okay, I gotta, I gotta punch you guys up yeah. a little bit. Da, 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 da. And it's yeah. just, you know, it, it's sometimes you just don't feel like doing it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, tonight yeah. I'm just, okay, I just, I'm out there and they're not, you know, really, and I'm just not really, and I'm like, okay. Just push forward. Just yeah. push forward, and I'm not gonna, you know, I'm just gonna try to get in the pocket and try to and and you know be professional here, and then you know, but it, it just takes a little bit longer, mm-hmm. and then it gets to the point where, oh, here we go. Yeah, this normal. feels really good. And they weren't ever; they didn't hit a level of just like mayhem. It just didn't. didn't it's not gonna. It doesn't have. It doesn't mean could have been room size. Enjoying, could have been it's a Sunday night it's or Saturday. Very night, enjoyable. Saturday. Yeah, very enjoyable show, and. It's yeah. nice to get to a place that these are the quote unquote bad guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I know just, and it's took, like, I can't, you know, I really sometimes I crave, oh, just to go to a club and just work stuff out. Mm. And just go and just survive and meet people, meet me other comics and write. And I just can't, can't do it. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of, I have to sandwich material now. I have to sandwich new bits in between or, yeah. or work on, you know, a lot of stuff happens real time where mm. you just, Okay, here's that line that adds. That's a tag that that adds to the joke, and there's another tangent idea. And um, well, you find your different. Like we were talking about that, how the last time I did this was when you were working out that Aussie bit, and mm-hmm. that's another idea. You know, you find it every. Yeah, a lot of comics have that where you're like, okay, it's the podcast, or it's you know, guys who are doing big theaters or big. You know, they can't just pop. I mean, they, you know, it's not easy for them. Same thing. All right, well, here's the established stuff. Here's the new stuff. Here's mm-hmm. the established. Or you'll see some guys, like, uh, they'll just advertise it, like, you know, Dana Carvey working on the new stuff. Like, it'll be on the poster, like, yeah. telling them, yeah. like, hey, just just get that, you know, lower your expectations before mm-hmm. you walk into this room. Well, I you love know? that, too. Yeah, like, even Dana Carvey has to work stuff out. It doesn't yeah. just come out perfect. Maybe the funniest person ever, Dana yeah. Carvey. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on, and, I mean, yeah, he's got to work it no, out. Nobody better. And, yep, yep, um... So yeah, I, I think I, I really when I started out and doing doing open mics and things, I I really did love the meeting other people doing this and the fact that we didn't really any of us knew what we were doing. We didn't have a kind of a we had five minutes, maybe ten minutes mm-hmm. of of stuff that just worked you know, in right. one, one room. Because um, you just had the uh, funny bone there, right? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. And I think there's a guy. His name is Rich Shirley, and he. He came and followed me for like a year and videotaped all my open mics. Oh, that's cool. So I think there's somewhere there's a box with VCR tapes. Gosh, we yes. got to find that. 
I have video of my first open mic too. I think he still lives in our area. We got to yeah. find that stuff. Yeah. Do what now? You... I have I have tape of my first. <clears throat> well, open tell me mic, about yeah. your first. Now, was your first experience in a club? Yeah, Madhouse Comedy Club. Still so a... you didn't do it because you're on staff at church, but you didn't do anything, anything like no any comedy, comedy at all. No, no. I mean, I would every once in a while would, like do announcements, but it was never like working out bits or anything like that. Uh, I was very comfortable speaking in front of a group of people. That I wasn't nervous about, but mm-hmm. I had never done comedy. And I uh, just signed up for an open mic at the club that would become like my home club in every way. I had like most of my firsts there. First weekend, first club, first book set, you know, all that kind of stuff. And uh, went up and there was, um, you know, it's a, it's the, the classic open mic. There's like 20, 25 comics. There's a, I had to call in the week before to sign up, call in to see if I get put up and you go and you do your three, three minutes, the light comes in at two. There were maybe seven people there. I remember there were two tables. There were two tables of mm. people, so maybe seven people there. And just went out. And what was your first joke? It was a story, coincidentally. Maybe that's why I don't tell them anymore. I told a story <laughs> about wrestling a girl. And uh-huh. that was... Uh, <laughs> and, uh, crushing. See, so you're already I wish crushing. I, yeah, I wish I would have yeah. known that last, right. earlier tonight. I just say, hey. you, you, you think you know life's... You think you know a lose-lose situation, and then you wrestle a girl. And now you know what that phrase is. That's what the lose-lose yeah, situation when you should win, be you called, lose. wrestling yeah. a girl. There's no... Yeah. And I tied it into this other story, uh, and I had a, like a callback at the end. And I remember I got two laughs. There were two laughs along the way. Wow. And there was... One was the last laugh. And that was what I think kept me going. And that was the biggest laugh. I did a callback to a thing I had said earlier... And everyone goes, oh, that was fun. And I go, because it's not like the other comics were crushing. I mean, most of them had better mm-hmm. sets than me, but not. They, I, they, I didn't see it as like, okay, I can't do this. I've wondered if I didn't get that last laugh, I've wondered, like, would I have done it again, mm-hmm. you know? But then that night I just went and I talked to all the other comics and I just asked questions, like how do you get stage times or where the open mics? And then I just didn't stop doing it, yeah. you know? And I've never told that story on stage since. I had, like, a different three minutes. Because sometimes mm-hmm. when you start, you don't realize that Oh, yeah. You have to have it. I had that reprimand myself. <laughs> yeah. The guy pulls me aside and goes, Tim, you do not have to have five new minutes every week. <laughs> Just stop it. Just there are a lot of on. comics that haven't written five new minutes in 10 years. <laughs> you know? I'll tell you, I've done that where I went back to my home club like 15 years later. Yeah. Same guy doing the same, same five minutes. Stuff. Jeez. Which is funny because <sighs> you guys, both of you write more than most guys I've seen, but it makes me laugh Dustin, with you, because like the last few weekends you've been out with us, you've been like, hey, Caleb, I'm sorry, no new bits. It's only been three weeks. I'm yeah. like, dude, there, there are guys that I've seen consistently, and I won't name names, that have been doing the same jokes for all five years I've been with him. And not all the same jokes, but a lot of them. And so it cracks me up that you're like, yeah, it's only been three weeks. I mean, I and think like that, that I, just... I, I'm sure they have new material. It's, it's a, it's a, scary place to work out new bits you know mm-hmm. i did one new bit this weekend with you guys that i had not done on stage with you before and i only did it one the first night and mm-hmm. it didn't go well enough that i'm like try it the next few nights and that mm-hmm. was that so what is sleep. that is it is it just because you want to bring your best stuff there's you 2000 people in the room mm-hmm. that's what it is there's yeah. 2000 people in the room you're not tim hawkins they you have to go out there and bring it like the, you yeah. mm-hmm. you're you're the first thirty seconds that you are on stage is you will win or lose in these crowds. Well, I think There's that's no- what makes that's what makes these shows better is that you guys come 
just guns blazing, and that's right. that's exactly what this needs. I mean, you're you're put up in a prime spot, and it's like we want to. Th- our that's our thing that we do. We don't book people, and we don't. We're not star makers, mm-hmm. but we got people, and they need to see you. And it's like, you know, I've been out with people, and they just treat it as a workshop. It's like, mm-hmm. what are, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, I, I if I was going to be you know, when I when I did middles and opens for other other people with a thousand people, man, I you know I'm bringing. If I'm opening for someone, I will, unless they, like, say not to, which they never have, like, Mm -hmm. I'm bringing the best stuff that I have. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes total sense now I think about it. Now, because I like, I also value making you guys laugh on things that you haven't heard before. So I I, I, I think the same thing, too. I like when you guys, like, oh, that was a great new bit, or I hadn't heard that before. Mm -hmm. That, that's a great feeling. And and my sets are never identical, because, like, sometimes I I just don't have a good enough memory to put them in the same order. (laughs) Like... What's coming out next? Or, you know, I usually have, like, one or two thoughts. Uh, but, yeah, and then these crowds, like, if you don't bring it, like, it, it, I've told people, they're like, are they fun? I say, they are fun, and they are great, but they are not easy. It is not easy mm-hmm. to, especially if you're used to smaller rooms. Like, I have to tell mm-hmm. myself things that I normally don't do on stage. Talk slower, play bigger, look around if you're if there's a balcony make sure you're looking up like just you're working the whole stage mm. as opposed to sitting there arms crossed and you know mm. or like sitting at the front of the yeah, stage different so, ages yeah yeah cuz i've had do some you rough find, sets with you guys well here, have you, here. do you do you find it you're more subtle in clubs you're more tongue in cheek you, you it's like people yeah i think that there's more nuance the cadence you don't have to hit that punch so hard yeah. You know, you can do thing. You hit the punch and then kind of do like a, and uh, like do different phraseology mm-hmm. and but it, there can be because they're just closer to you and they can see mm-hmm. different facial expressions and they can see yeah. you, there's just more room for it. it. Provided they're a crowd that's listening, that's mm-hmm. the one advantage is how is the crowd is always listening. Yeah. My number one fear in comedy is that the crowd will not be paying attention to mm-hmm. me, and that's where some of the aggressiveness comes from. Like, Duh, uh, 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 get yeah. out, you know, right away, hit jokes. I'm in charge. You can relax. Pay attention, mm-hmm. I'm funny. Your crowds will always pay attention, but that doesn't mean they'll laugh. Like if it's not no. good, and you that know. was that, and that was that was what you know. I I did a few years in clubs, but mostly it was just I learned in front of banquets. You know, yeah. just in front of banquets, and they're eating. Yeah, and it's like, okay, are you going to be more? Are you better than a baked potato? Better than a yeah, better than lasagna. <laughs> yeah. Better than a baked potato, <laughs> and just get them. Get a look, and that was I, really. I totally did a gig at a potato bar once. Yeah. <laughs> it was a fundraiser. They were all in line. I was just in the corner with my microphone on an amp on the table. The amp's on the table. Yeah. They're just putting bacon and sour cream on the potato. <laughs> hey, y'all got kids? Huh? Yeah. Give it up, you got kids. Huh? Like I'm that. holding a can. I've done, oh, I've done first several gigs. Obama, huh? Yeah, I've or done whatever. several gigs at uh, Outback Steakhouse yeah. where they have. You know, the backs of the, the booths are yeah. like eight feet tall, mm-hmm. where half the people have to do this. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Is Look there a guy them. talking? Does anybody hear talking back there? Yeah. That's the that's I, always on the booker, though. Not, mm-hmm. I did a gig at a place called the Snooty Pig in McKinney, Texas one time. Yeah. The Snooty Pig. Snooty Pig. Yeah, it's just a restaurant. Do you guys think that <laughs> you have more... Uh, you more empathy for those guys doing those gigs. If you find yourself in that situation now, like, will you, are you more uh, respectful? Like say there's a guy doing comedy in a 
restaurant or if you find yourself at like a banquet or something weird where there's like a guy either playing music or doing stand-up do you tend to pay more attention and like give them more encouragement oh, and like absolutely, yeah. laugh really I'm loud his biggest to fan. give them yes. yeah 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 we did a thing at uh, cooper clinic remember ken cooper he's like the aerobics guy yeah he invented aerobics he's from dallas and we would do their my brother and i would just be goofballs and do skits yeah. and stuff and and uh, they had a guy that that cooper met on a on a on a cruise and this guy was just your typical wore the bow tie just kind of just your typical cruise comic mm-hmm. like from the 70s yeah kind of guy where just he's got the napkin yeah. with all of his ad lib jokes that he's yes. going to do and he's just sir you look like a thug you know that kind of guy uh, hey you look yeah. like and but me and my brother i just i loved him yeah. we were the only two <laughs> laughing out of like 500 people uh. and I was like, yeah so i i am yeah yeah I so, I don't know, just support. I, re- I generally thought it was funny. I didn't think, I didn't feel that I was. It's painful to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can be their big support. I mean, we were, when we were in like, I don't care Springfield the other day and we walked by that square and there were a couple of like radio DJs mm-hmm. yelling out, trying to get crowd participation. Cause I've done that as an MC before. I remember when I was MCing for the Padres and we just like, I wasn't in the park. I was in this like little park area where I had the stage and people are walking by and I'm trying to get their attention and play games and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It just, it's, it, it's soul crushing. It, and so I look yeah. at their DJs and I'm like, I'm so sorry for what you're going through right now. And then the yeah. band comes up and they're playing to an empty square. There yeah, are chairs yeah, yeah. out. There's nobody in those chairs. Just people passively kind of yeah. looking at it. Oh, it's maybe, brutal. Okay. Juggling that kind of thing. But when it's kind of interaction stuff, I can't, I don't like it when it's out in public like yeah. that. No, you, you need a confined area where the, you know, it's always the booker's audiences. fault. Whoever planned yeah. that, just it was mm-hmm. misguided, and then yeah, have, it's like the you following Francis Chan story. That mm-hmm. wasn't. Have you told that story on the podcast? I don't even know what you're talking. You about. don't know this story. We're at the I know Northwest, the story, but I don't know if you've told the North the Education Conference. And you know Northwest. my now you know my now connection to this story. Yes, that I was in the audience. You're in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know Francis Chan is this guy who he's a pastor and and he. You know, preaches barefoot, and he's all <laughs> all radical gospel. You know, he's radical, the, getting back to the true essence of to the your, gospel. Can you do your Francis Chan impression, please? Yeah. It's so good. I don't even remember. <laughs> no, you used to go. You gotta get in the thing, and you know, God, he's just like this, mm, and he's this thing, and he's just this, <laughs> and you just gotta feel. Do you feel? Yeah. And he's always like squeezing, oh, yeah. he's imaginary, just looking at things. And yeah. And well, you're just like God, do you hear me? God, <laughs> and that's pretty good. Yeah, that is. He's good. just doing forearm workout yeah. the whole yeah. time. He's yeah. just squeezing. So, now juice yeah. the orange. Yeah. Juice the orange. Like, so it's morning session. It? We've had all this. We've had you know the African choir and all these people and do their thing and then and then francis chan gets up and i'm the last five minutes before they break or 10 francis minutes Tran pretty much if i recall says like mm-hmm. most tells the room they're not saved 15 minutes you're not <laughs> saved sell every sell everything go overseas and and you know if you yeah. don't sell everything you have you're not a christian you don't believe <laughs> the bible he's weeping yeah. he's, he's crying he's crying the people We're are crying, crying. <laughs> it was I, crying. I didn't know i'm crying I, I was eating it up i yeah. was like oh god she's so right i gotta, I gotta so like, i'm gonna get a divorce <laughs> and just give everything to god <laughs> you know i'm gonna go I'm gonna leave my kids and i'm gonna i'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna paul up man i'm gonna paul, paul up, up. <laughs> so he gets up there and he just leaves of course i'm the next one 
And I tell Are you in the jokes. wing watching I'm all this? I'm in the this? wing, and what? I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what? Tell me a bone, Come Francis. On. I was just kind of mad. I was just, you know, so I told a couple of jokes, and just kind of... I'm like, okay. All right. By the way, thanks for making me follow Chan. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, tension release. Yeah, and, and everybody. Thanks for making me follow Chan, and it's like... And I said, yeah, you know, he's like, sell everything you got. I'm like, I have a table in the back <laughs> with my wares. And I just kind of lay down and get in the fetal position. That's so good. And uh, so. Gosh. I, uh, I told you my <laughs> Northwest Ministry like, Conference story earlier, Levi, so with the bubble ball. <laughs> I tell you that? Yeah. So I, I, have, I emceed that conference one year. And uh, <laughs> you know those, like, bubble, like, the bubble boy things where you can get in and roll yeah. around oh, and yeah. stuff? So we bring one of those on stage, and we're bringing up a crowd participation guy. He's like, hey, who wants to jump into this bubble ball and roll around on stage? And uh, this guy comes up, and he's so – he could not be more excited to get up here. Big screen's on him, and he comes up. He's in his basketball shorts. He's jumping around. He's like, yeah, this is great. And he's, can't, and he's like, I'm going to get a running start. So we have – we roll it on its side. <laughs> so, you know, the entry is right there, and he runs as fast as he can, and Superman dives in. Hands get in, head gets in, shoulder, everything gets in, stops right around the hips where his basketball shorts and underwear go all the way down to his ankles, and then he bare butt flops in with the camera on his butt in HD in front of 2,000 people, and everyone gasps, and I laugh. I can't. That's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. I'm, everyone's looking at me like I'm supposed to. I'm, I'm like, I'm barreled over like, can you believe it? And I, I look at this guy, and he's just, I'm like, he's all stuck. He can't move. His arms are, he can't reach his pants. He literally has no move what, what to do. It's just bigger than any nightmare I've oh ever Oh, my had. gosh. And, like, my co-host, like, looks at me like, what are we supposed to do? And I go, roll him out. Roll him out. <laughs> Let's go. And so the cameras never come off this guy. And now he's going head over heels, back over face forward in this crowd, all across this huge stage. And <laughs> And I looked in, and he's just, he's just defeated. He's just steering to the skid. Roll him out. Oh, it's I, like he's living a metaphor. It's like he's in the bubble, like in the bubble, like just this the bubble of shame, the bubble with his of pants shame. down. Yeah, and then so I, I, I didn't. I, I was laughing, and everyone started laughing with me. At that mm -hmm. point, I go. Our next speaker. I never acknowledged it. And then later I say to a guy, I was like, you said that was obviously the producer. And he goes, you think that was bad for you? I had to pull him out of the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to pull this naked yeah, man yeah. out of the bubble. Gosh, that where do you so get a funny. bubble sterilized? I mean, <laughs> we're just going to need to bleach that real quick. I thought you were going to say that his like, feet stuck out and they rolled him and yeah, he yeah, broke yeah. his ankles or no. something. <laughs> no. Gosh, that is so funny. It was pretty fantastic. Well, there was one year Tim was on stage and they had these. And he took his pants off. Do you remember off. those? They had these big, <laughs> huge, oversized balloons. I mean, they were massive balloons. Okay. And he's on stage and I don't know if there was a fan somewhere blowing, but they're starting to. To move their, make their way onto oh, the stage. Yeah. So I'm running around, crawling around by, <laughs> on the stage, pulling these massive balloons back, and I keep pulling them back, and then they're blowing out. That's and why I'm you're pulling a real back, pro freight. And I'm yeah. like, and I'm looking around like, is nobody else seeing this? Yeah. Where is no one back here helping me? And I'm pulling the balloons. And yeah, balloons are never good. Oh my never, gosh. never good. And they just set them on the side of the stage. Well, naturally, they just, you know, it was like, why are 
Why are these balloons here? God bless you, Northwest Ministry Conference. Thanks for all the work uh, over the years. But man, there's been some Gary fun stories. Gary Dixon, you oh, are yeah. the man. Yeah. Gosh, that's I love funny. Gary Dixon. He's a great guy. Mm. I was going to get in California when I did. It was like a Christmas thing where I kind of did a few minutes before their Christmas show. Mm-hmm. And the third and final time that I went up there, the uh, the people in the show, the singers, they glued my water bottle to the stool. They glued it. Okay. So I did my little set and I went to take a drink at the end and it just as like a prank. Yeah. I picked up the water bottle and it was stuck to the stool. <laughs> and, uh, I thought that was awesome. That was That's really a great. Funny. Yeah. Isn't that funny? It's like no harm done. No, no nobody's butts hurting that. Exposed. No butts. <laughs> no butts exposed. No bayou butts and booze. I think that a good funny. prank is, I don't know. I don't, I don't consider myself a prankster. No. I'm always, I, like, no. I can never do phone pranks. I'm like, it's, it's me. It's me. I'm, yeah, it's me. Yeah. Right. I can never <laughs> hold it. I, I do don't, think. I, I don't like them. I don't like them. I, one year, when I'm back in my youth pastor days, some, like, a girl leader and, like, her girl small group came and uh, uh, TP'd, like, the trees in front of our house. And then it rained, which is the worst. Oh, yeah. no. And I just went heavy guilt trip on them. I was like, that's so much work for us. And my kids woke yeah. up. And said, Daddy, it snowed. <laughs> and I said, no, we have to go clean up toilet paper. That's on you. Yeah. <laughs> and then they came and cleaned it up. <laughs> I was like, it I hate rain so much. Yeah. That's so and you get the tubes up there, too. The toilet paper tubes yeah. that are stuck up there. And just, just like, no. Yeah, once it rains, it's, it's game over. It's not a good thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember the last time that me or any of my buddies did a prank. But just doing harmful things to one another like physically makes me laugh so hard yeah like on the golf course or whatever like my dad and i were watching last night we were watching videos of young guys driving around golf carts it was like stupidest things guys have ever done and there's this guy on the tee box and he's getting ready to drive the ball and he's like literally raising his club up and out of nowhere you see this cart come full speed and just wreck him from the back and like picks him up and he goes flying like Lifts him feet. right off, and his the guys—I mean, you know—he could snap his neck, and the guys yeah. are losing it, like yeah. they're laughing so hard, and I'm laughing, I'm so hard, I'm crying, yeah. like stuff like that. It if doesn't I matter if he's hurt. It's if funny. I know they're okay, like, I'll laugh at it. Oh, but now man. I'm like, oh, that's going to be an expensive medical bill. <laughs> but before you had kids, would you have just laughed oh, and just yeah. been like, "That's no, that the funniest thing ever." Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So kids we used to do stuff you. in college where, you know, the dorms would have fans. People would have fans sitting in their window, mm-hmm. pulling air in, you know. And um, we, <laughs> one night we went up and took a bunch of baby powder. Oh my to these gosh! Two and threw it in their fan outside, and it sucks it into the room, and literally just covers just everything. And what they come yeah. running out, they were asleep. They came running Beautiful. out, and they got white all over them. They're quite, so mad. What? Yeah, some white, white, <laughs> and so. They they assumed it was us, you know. So we went back to our room. We turned our fan around. Nice. So it was blowing out. And we could hear them sneaking up. They're trying to be real quiet, you know, but they're mad and everything. And we heard them throw it. And all of a sudden, they're all coughing. It comes right back in. It went right back in their face. That's so good. It was like, oh. Yeah, college, college dorms were fun. We used to penny fun. people's doors. You ever penny their oh, doors? Yeah. That- if you... Like a college dorm room door opens to the inside, mm-hmm. and if from the outside, if you push in, then you put you put like a 
couple of pennies or whatever inside yeah. the the opening, mm-hmm. and so it'll make it so they can't open the door. Just There's lock so them in their own room. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. We call it penning, penning, penning people. people in. And then you have to take the door off the hinge, right? Like to get them out. Well, I don't we even would remember get a screwdriver and a hammer and yeah. pound the you pennies had a system out. To it. That's how often it happened. Yeah. Uh-huh. We had a guy that jumped out the second story window into a bush because he was getting. He goes, "I'm I, I we're, I'm having a panic attack. I got to get out of here." So we're trying to get these pennies out. We can't. <laughs> See, that's what I always he fear goes out the, the horror window. stories of a prank, you know. Yeah, he goes out the window into this big cedar bush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were uh, we decided we were going to hide around the corner yeah. and we scare him with my demon mask. <laughs> yeah. like, they died. Yeah. yeah, he had a knife on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We called that's him like lucky. the clown videos where like yes. they like people started hitting and beating yeah. up mm-hmm. the clowns yeah. and stuff, like, right. as they should. Right. Yeah. You deserve that. Yeah. yeah. That's the risk you take. If you're a clown and you get you scare me, you're you're gonna get punched. Prank goes too far. It's gonna happen. Oh man. You're gonna well, get oh my gosh. Sorry. It's Latana's we were just talking about earlier. Oh name? my god. Oh. What a freak. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's a freak. That's the craziest goal I've ever seen. That's what is this? If that's I not, did that, is that on soccer? if I did that on FIFA, I would be like freaking out. If I'd you did like, that on FIFA, you'd be like, "That's not realistic. Yeah, like, you can't do that." Right. Look at him just jog back. No big. LA. He plays for LA now. He's played for a bunch of big international teams. He played teams. for PSG. He that, played yeah, for, he played for. Uh, um, um, who did he play for after that? He well, he came up in uh, uh, in the Italian league, so he was in like Inter Milan, and then he was on AC yeah, Milan. Yeah. Um, but there you go, he lost. They lost five or three. I don't know anything about soccer or, or science. science. There yeah. it is. Soccer there and science. Soccer Those are the two things I know nothing about. The two S's. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Good weekend. I got to drive the van. How far are we from Springfield? I don't know. I got S on. Dang. I got to say, how far are we away? And that's going to determine if I'm going to lay down or not. Mm. I don't think I'm going to lay down. I think I'll feel worse. <laughs> I think I'll feel worse. Don't you think you want someone to talk to? Please sing that to him as he falls asleep to lay down freight. <laughs> and then pull his head. And then I just won't lay you lift down. up his curtain. <laughs> and just lay you down and but... softly whisper pretty freight things in your ear. <laughs> lay you down all those things a manager wants to hear. <laughs> That's pretty good. No, I need a second verse. That can't, hey, we can't be done there. I thought, I thought the, the Carrie Underwood verse was the best yet tonight. Oh, really? That was yeah. the best yet. Yeah. I mean, it almost... It almost rhymed, but it would rhythm, right. but poetically and rhythmically, it was it was together. You know, it all worked out. I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. She does. She's got that song. Yeah. Two black Cadillacs. It's about two ladies who got you know their their the guy cheats on them. You know. So they just kill him yeah. with a couple of Cadillacs. So that all that was that was the Dixie Chicks to start that one, right? The Earl had to Earl, die. Goodbye, Earl, Earl had to goodbye. Die. Yeah. So Aaron and I. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go, this ended in murder. Yeah. <laughs> goodbye, Earl. So what? Aaron and I go into this uh, record store in Springfield all the right. other day called Put It in Your Ear, and uh, huh. that was the name of the store. And nope. the guy I did in a there show there the other night. Found That's out later. So hack. The guy they call nope. him Uncle Wes. Everybody knows him as Uncle Wes. And, uh, you know, tons of albums, all kinds of stuff. And he's got beer bongs, or uh, not oh. beer bongs, but pop bongs and stuff all over. 
you know, he's selling them. You know, and I think he was I thought you were going to just called bongs. Yes. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure. And I'm pretty sure. You remember that Weezer song? Hamburger bongs. Soup bongs. Ever seen a soup bong? Hey, you ain't ever drank some tomato soup out of a soup bong. We're pretty sure he was hired. There's some lobster bisque. He is so he was complaining about carrying. Dang it! I'm gonna get this story in. And now you know how Dustin feels. Yeah, just get a pan and chip. So he's complaining. We're in there. He goes. Pick up I'm telling you. I lost your pot bong. He's barefoot and he's walking back and forth behind the counter. He's going. I'm telling you that Carrie Underwood. She's a crazy chick. And I using, bet she didn't using, say chick. Using many more explicit yeah. words. But, uh, oh, my gosh. He was just going on and on and on. And, I mean, she's crazy. You know, you ever, you know, she's out there and there. I heard she got, she was yelling at her makeup artist because she didn't make her makeup right. Or, I mean, he's just no, like. No, she didn't. I'm like, I, he I, is like going I remember crazy. very vividly yeah. being like an upper elementary, oh younger gosh. junior high uh, student when. Uh, Atlantis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill came out. And mm-hmm. I remember listening and reading the lyrics. That's what you do. You would, you know, open the CD cover and you'd read yeah. the lyrics. And I remember being like 12, like, there's some crazy women out there. <laughs> 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 She's talking about the nails going down the back. And they're like, that's, mm-hmm. uh, okay, be nice to ladies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, respect women. <laughs> Rule number one. Well, uh, breakfast bong. No, brisket bomb. Shut up. Bacon, Just egg, and cheese. That's what I got from the barbecue <laughs> you know. place today was the brisket bomb. <laughs> yes. Is it really called that? No. Barbecue sauce Dang bong. It, dude. Barbecue it's too late. Yeah. Brisket bong. Do you have a gravy bong I can have with my biscuits? Do you say gravy bow? <laughs> no, gravy bong. What was, his name? what was the guy's name? They said Uncle West. Uncle, Uncle, Uncle West. Uncle West. Uncle West. Uncle West. Yeah, you Uncle really Hiss. have dialed up the southern accent since Uncle we've been Hiss. down there. Bong Emporium. Who has? You. Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me? Yeah. Unintentionally. <laughs> Me? Me? Ah, what are you talking about? And and where where accent. What? What was that? What? <laughs> every, uh, once in a, every once in a while, wow. I will say. Exactly. It's, every, yeah, it's there. Well, every once in a while, in a while. I will, I'll say, like, I was going to say hill, mm. and it'll come out heel, and I... And oh, I can't stop it. It yeah. just comes That's out. That's why they don't call you heel. a foreigner. You are. <laughs> you, <laughs> like they yeah. call me. What'd you say? Hill? You foreigner. You Yankee. You, you, Yankee. you, you amplify it when we go down south, though. I've noticed. Really? Yeah. I don't do it on have you noticed? Have, have you noticed absolutely. how he talks right. to really? clients oh, yeah. and stuff like that? Really? Who are southern. Like today, our client was southern. And you were. Well, we, we that our think about is, it. That's our family, though. I mean, we're, oh, we yeah. know how to. But like it comes out, it, it comes out in you. Oh yeah, and it like it does with me too, but not like not as much because I'm not. It's not in me as much. I think especially when you wear the Confederate flag beanie. Yeah, I think that that really <laughs> think yeah. that does it. That That's really, yeah. I, well, I remember in high school when we would go <laughs> when we would go down to Sykeston, even Just in high to school. Just listen on loop. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hey. listen, we all like Jethro, but it doesn't mean at a certain point. <laughs> oh, ahead. I love Jethro Tull. I know. Keep Jethro Tull. Keep going on. You should keep talking. No, I'm done. During his story. I'm sorry, what? Like, while well, he's talking. Go what? ahead, Frank. What? 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 I don't know. What? It's too P- late. Potato? Potato? 
How do you do laugh? Like when you get a text coupon? and it says, coupon? it says like Heather laughed at an image. Coupon? How do you how do you coupon? laugh at an image? You hold your finger, just hey, touch it. Hey, hey, Whoa. hey. Oh, <laughs> like on the hold text. your own finger. Hold your, and you put your finger it. on it. You gotta edit it on you this. Edit the things I on this? on this podcast. <laughs> right. Okay. Just pull my finger. That's all you do. And then you get a choice of like ha or a thumbs up or. This should be a new segment. Freight explaining Here. iPhone tricks to Tim. After the show, Tim had 99 new messages. Yeah, he did. There Mr. you go. Happy okay. Okay. Light. So oh, just, okay. Just do this. Just light. light. Oh. Uh. No. I'm sorry. Were you talking to me? Uh. Oh, wait. There you go. Oh, guys. Don't be. Don't be doing that. We're I've not a drive. Don't yeah. be yawning. Don't yawn. Crap. Don't be tired. He has to drive. <laughs> Nobody's allowed to go to bed until <laughs> nope. we arrive at the Sprinter van. Nope. Sleep fast. New rule. That's the t-shirt we need right there. That's the t-shirt. What is this picture from? I don't <laughs> I don't know where this came from. Look at it. This is great podcast you do a material. Up? Yeah. Oh, Yikes. I like that. That's good. <laughs> now by the end of the podcast, I am now. Just staring right down the barrel of some more uh, Tim Hawkins high thigh. <laughs> this happens every there time. It I'm on is. Yep, slowly. <laughs> every time it makes I'm its way up. <laughs> high thigh. <laughs> <laughs> makes its way. Sorry. It's all right. <laughs> all right. Rapid fire. What are you loving, Dustin? Uh, aside from "Don't Make Me Come Back," there a podcast available on Spotify, iTunes, and Stitcher, wherever you Why'd listen. Would you look to at me? Yeah, well, I, I haven't listened to it. There we go. Uh, I'm 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 loving the University of Washington Huskies and our 21 to seven victory. Is that? Yeah, I feel like and, I and that. college football. Because like, he's well, trying to hype his own I, product. I, I like college football. Okay, that's it's fair. college football season. Thank you. That's fair. Levi, uh, come back to me. Freight. I don't know. Tim, uh, and my new Martins. Bought two Martin guitars, and I love them right. dearly. Your vintage Martins. Yep. If vintage you would like Martini. to hear one, follow at Tim Hawkins Comic on Instagram to hear a clip of one if of the Martins. New Martin. Mart- okay, oh, I'm Morton. Huh. Morton. Um, I love I'm, my Morton. I'm really loving Goff. and working Morgan on my Mor- swing. <laughs> working what? Pretty good. Morgan and Morgan. Uh, working on my golf swing. Golf swing. And just trying nice. to get my driver down. Um, shooting better than. I have in the past, so I know I'm going to jinx it, but shot my best score the other day, so it was cool. What was it? Uh, see, I shouldn't have said that because that, it's yeah, it's not impressive. It's an 87. It's great. But I started playing Ooh. six months ago, so I'm just trying to like hone in on it. Well, I'm and just, I just picked just it back up, really and I'm, I was happy about my game the other day. Tiger yeah. Woods had only 93. played for three weeks before he made it to the majors. I don't think that's true. I saw it on. He was born with a golf club. I saw it on a Did you read that on Snapple? Wikipedia. He was conceived on a tee box. Phil Mickelson. Another thing I'm loving is my new golf bong. Your golf bong. Golf. That's my favorite drop we have. I think. I said a qua. It's not a good one. No. Yeah, it is. Why? Why is better? This is. Yeah. Why? Jury's still out. We don't know if we like it or not. I don't like it. I think it's funny. No, it's not funny. All right. Well, it's not funny. Uh, you guys ready? Not Good funny show. at all. Yeah. Thanks, Shut everybody. up and take your blessing. Thanks for having me, guys. Sure. Bum, 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 bum.